Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, I didn't realize that I hit it three times today. Like, I I just, I guess I forgot about uh, one of the times because I was kind of sleeping. And uh, so then I go to get up and I'm like, wait, what? And I look at my clock. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I am so behind. So I was kind of catching up. I mean, I, I did catch up and everything was fine. But I, uh, I, I usually when I snooze, I just lay in bed and just think about what I have going on for the day. Today, I legit fell back to sleep. And so I was like really kind of shaken. And that kind of got my blood pumping this morning when I figured that out. But good night yesterday. Uh, Worked yesterday afternoon and then uh, got home last night. We did dinner. We went on our walk. It was so dark when we went out on our walk last night and then um, watched. I don't know if it was the season finale. I think it was, but I fell asleep in the middle of it because I was so tired um, of that dope sick uh, show that I was telling Mm -hmm. you about. And it was really good and I knew I was falling asleep and I told my husband I'm like how much longer is on this and he's like he looks he's like 16 minutes 
I was like, okay, remember I fell asleep with 16 minutes left to go because I can't stay awake <laughs> for it. And he's like, okay. So I think he watched it um, and, and caught, the, caught the end of it. But man, I just, I really want to know what happens because it's a true story. And I started Googling all the people that are actually involved in mm-hmm. it. Just So I, I, I have an idea of what happens, but it, that one is a really good one if you're looking for a new binge. It's on Hulu. And that's Michael Keaton, isn't that? Yeah, Michael Keaton is in it. And here's the thing. I could not believe it. There's a girl in there and she looks so familiar i'm like where is that girl from who is she and i I just always forgot to look her up so then this um this article comes across uh twitter and it's like so and so and philippa sue talk about dope sick and i'm like philippa sue and i look and it's her i'm like oh my gosh philippa sue is from hamilton she, and I was just like, no way. That's the girl from Hamilton. I knew I knew her from somewhere, but I could not figure out who she was. It's just so weird to see her in Hamilton and then to see her in, in so, Dope totally Sick. It's like so different. That's cool. Um, but I love her in, in both, and she's so great. So, yeah, that was pretty much it for us. How about you last night? Very accomplished day. There was uh, the door, my garage door, going from the garage into the actual house. It's spring activated. About, about a month ago, I opened it, it's spring activated, so you open it and it'll close automatically behind you. And so about a month ago, I opened it up and there was like snap, something snapped, and that stopped being spring activated. The door still worked, you could still open and close it, but it didn't have that spring activated thing going on. I'm like, uh oh, I don't know what's going on with the door, it's broken. And then on the actual door handle itself, it was like coming loose. I tried to screw it back in, it just wasn't sticking. And so when you try to open the door, it would get stuck at times. So I was all set to call a locksmith. And yesterday was gonna be the day where like call locksmith, come out, fix the door, fix the lock, and everything. And I got home, and I'm staring at this thing, and I'm like, you know what? I can do this. Do I need to call a locksmith? Let me investigate this further. And I did. And I was able to fix the door handle. I was very proud of myself. I just needed to get bigger screws to, to, to lock the, um, the door handle in place. So I took care of that. It's nice and sturdy. And then I'm like, I, gotta, I, I can figure out what's going on with this spring-activated door. There's YouTube. I'm a smart guy. And so I went to YouTube, and I was able to figure out. And I'm, I, need, I need a part, which arrives today on Amazon, $7 part. But I'm able to fix my door myself, and I felt very, very accomplished after that. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing what you can learn from YouTube. Like, there's literally a lesson for every single thing on there. That's pretty cool. I typed in garage door no longer closes by itself. And literally the first thing, spring activated garage door. And it was pretty much like my exact door hinges. I'm like, that, those are my door hinges. I'm following along this tutorial and these little tiny metal pins that go into the spring activated door hinge. On mine, one popped out and it's missing. Another one is bent oh. and that's why it stopped closing on its own. And so I ordered those parts. $7, Amazon arrived today. It'll be fixed. And I started thinking, how much would it have cost to have a locksmith come out and do that? At least a hundred bucks, at least. Easily, and everything else. And then they would have been there, they would have fixed it and everything. But just so I saved myself some money and felt accomplished yesterday. That's great. I'm really happy for you. That is a sense of accomplishment and a and great way to save some cash, too. The other the other issue in my house is that refrigerator that need, that was started the, um, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, was dripping. There was a leak. I got it partially fixed, but I need the actual refrigerator itself fixed. And so I YouTubed that last night. I'm like, Pfft. If I can fix the door, I can fix the fridge. And the, the issue with my exact refrigerator came up on YouTube, the exact model, the exact problem. This guy's very helpful. And he's like, you just need to pull the refrigerator out. And so I'm like, I can do that and unscrew these bottom things. I'm like, I, I, I can do that. And then he starts getting deep inside there. Unplug this. Get this part. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. you're like, okay. That's, um, that's for the pro. But I smell a little side hustle coming up here <laughs> for you. Hey, you need something fixed? I'll YouTube it. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm your guy. The YouTube repairman, you can call me. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us this morning. Let's kick things off. Time for the pre-show you pick up. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear... Unbreak My Heart by Tony Braxton. Unbreak my heart. 
it from you by the Gin Blossoms. I don't want to take advice from fools. I just figure everything is cool until I hear it from you. Or do you want to hear Rich Girl by Gwen Stefani and Eve? choices get your votes in right now all you gotta do is call us or text us at 702-364-9400 you can vote on our facebook page or you can tweet us at mercedes in the am we are going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 we never gossip or would we let's go Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Kanye West and Drake appeared to end their long, simmering feud on Tuesday night when they showed up at a Dave Chappelle comedy show in Toronto. The two, they've thrown lyrical shots at each other in the past, and they could be seen. They were mugging for the camera together on Drake's Instagram account, and then Kanye also posted a photo of himself, Drake, and music promoter Jay Prince on Instagram with a dove emoji to emphasize the peace made between them. It was a big deal. People were freaking out. Like, peace has been accomplished. This is a big day. These sides can come together. What else can we do as a country? Yeah, no kidding. I, I want to get your take on this, Mercedes. What do you think of this? Jeff Bezos attended a fundraiser in L.A. on Saturday night for the nonprofit Baby to Baby. But he apparently didn't donate enough because there was an obvious groan from the audience. And this comes from page six. So someone who was there said, quote, everyone was waiting for him to donate something, but he didn't. Then someone donated a million dollars. Then a little later, Jeff donated $500,000. They added, if someone else can donate a million dollars, Jeff Bezos can donate more than a million dollars. Now, $500,000, that's a lot of money. But people in the audience were were pointing out that Jeff is a billionaire. He makes an estimated $142,000 per minute based on his net worth. And he wasn't the only famous person there. Kate Hudson, Jennifer Garner, Jessica Alba, Vanessa Bryant, they were were there as well. But nobody's kind of questioning what they donated. Yeah, I kind of feel like he's in a no-win situation. If he goes to any fundraiser, he's going to be expected to donate the most amount of money, more than anyone, because he's richer than anyone. Mm -hmm. But at that same point, you know... he doesn't have to donate anything if he doesn't want to. Yeah. You know? that's, that's a lot of pressure on someone. But, you know, maybe he could have at least matched the million. It's his money, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, th- I think you're spot on. Yeah, he, he easily could have probably donated as much as he wanted to. But, yeah, then who are we to judge? Like, oh, we only donated $500,000? Yeah, that's a lot still. <laughs> he could have been in a mood as well because James Corden was emceeing this event. And apparently he started off the evening by going after Jeff Bezos and the whole Leonardo DiCaprio thing with his girlfriend. Oh, yeah. So maybe he was in a bit of a mood that night and didn't feel like getting into his uh, his pockets as much as he would have if, if he was in a better mood. So Netflix has released a list of its most popular TV shows and movies of all time by the amount of hours that they were viewed. So let's start with the TV shows. Number five is The Witcher, 541 million hours viewed. Stranger Things, season three, 582 million hours viewed. You have Money Heist, part four, is number two. Bridgerton, I'm sorry, Money Heist is number three. Bridgerton is number two, 625 million hours viewed. And then the most watched TV show on Netflix, Squid Game. Of course. Just, and now a part two is soon to come. So that'll be cool. Squid Game has 1.6 billion hours viewed. Let's talk movies. Number five is Six Underground. Did you see it? 
No. Same here. The kissing booth. That's number four. Nope. The Irishman. That's number three. Mm, don't know it. The extraction. That's number two with 231 million hours viewed. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's uh, Ryan Reynolds, I think, was in that. I tried watching it. I just got bored of the first 10 minutes. Okay. Number one, I know you watched it, Bird Box, Sandra Bullock. I did like Bird Box. I, I was mildly entertained by Bird Box. The the new, I, I think it's I think it's a series. I don't know if it's a, an actual movie that um, a lot of people are saying is going to be the next big thing. And I only found this out because my kid watched it. And she told me about Squid Game before anyone had heard about it. Mm-hmm. It's Crash Landing on You. Have you heard of that? No. It's it's a Korean movie also, and she watched she she watched it, and sometimes I look at her, she looked like she was crying. Sometimes she looked like she was happy, and I'm like, "What are you watching?" She's like, "Crash landing on you," and so that's that's the thing. And then I just saw an article yesterday morning, as a matter of fact, that they're Netflix is getting ready to make an American remake of it, but of that sh- show, of Crash, Crash landing, landing on you, on you, because it's so huge. Uh, everywhere else in the world, but not here. So we should. Uh, I gotta wrap things up here, but we should check this out. There's a website now that Netflix is going to do this every week. It's called Top Ten Netflix dot com, mm-hmm. where they're going to post all their viewing stats for the week, so you can see what the hot movie is, what shows are watching. And it, I looked at it this morning. It breaks everything down. The number one move, current movie right now is Red Notice, which was released this past weekend. Oh, okay. But I'm sure if you go to that website, top10netflix.com, we can see where Crash Landing on You ranks, and it's probably one of the top shows on there. Yeah, I wonder where it is, like, worldwide. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, the, it's it's like, really long. So I'm kind of, like, not into it. But who knows? <laughs> uh, well, they were spot on with the whole Squid Game thing. We'll have more Dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, 7.15 to be exact. This is Ed Sheeran, Bad Habits. It's Mix 94.1. To another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1524. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Good morning. Welcome to the show. It is Wednesday, November 17th, 6 o'clock in the morning. And just ahead of a big holiday travel uh, weekend, they say. I was watching the news this morning, and they were just saying this weekend is going to be huge for holiday travel starting Friday up until Thanksgiving. And so if you're uh, they said right now is the time to travel if you're planning to travel. So if you can leave today or tomorrow, you'd be uh, in the clear. After that, it's going to be a mess out there. And I feel like in years past going way back, like that Wednesday before was the heavy travel day. In my mind, I feel like that is out of all the travel days, I feel like that's almost like the lighter travel day because more people are getting a head start on their travel plans. Leaving this Friday, leaving this week, and leaving Monday or Tuesday. Because I got a buddy that's flying out to go back home on Wednesday, and he was kind of panicking about the airport. I'm like, I, I'm like, I think it'll be bad, but not as bad as you think the day before Thanksgiving. So I think a lot of people are going to jump start on things, and that Monday or Tuesday might be the worst day. That's just my. That's there's no stats behind it. That's just my thinking on it. I will tell you that the expert lady on the Today Show disagrees with you. She <laughs> what, says what Wednesday, she know? Wednesday will be the worst day. What, what, she's an expert. I would just tell you that's just what she said. But I, you know, I don't know where she's getting her stats. So they could just be just as valid as yours. So. Listen, you want to listen to JC Fernandez and just my theory in my mind, or the expert that is on the Today Show right now as we speak, saying this Wednesday's the worst. <laughs> I go with her. I just tell you what she said. I don't know. I probably believe you more than I. Believe my buddy's her. like, I'm gonna give myself two hours. I'm like, dude, I think you'll be fine. An hour maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. Because not everyone gets Monday and Tuesday. I know. And Wednesday. Day off, so I think that's probably why. But yeah, that's funny. My I, buddy's gonna be at the airport. Like, what the heck? Dude, this is like so crowded. I should have been here four hours ago. 
hours ago. <laughs> Thanks, JC. He misses Thanksgiving because of me. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, I got it wrong. I just had a wild hunch, you know, just went with my gut. <laughs> that's based on JC's hunch. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Yeah. So, uh, and you guys are staying in town, right? Yeah, we're here. My wife, um, who works in travel and tourism, is uh, coming back from a travel and tourism convention right now as we speak. And uh, yeah, she's been traveling a lot the past couple weeks. So, we're just looking forward to hanging out next week, being in town, just relaxing, doing a kind of a low key Thanksgiving. And it's going to be a nice week. And you guys have the, the Italian feast happening on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I've talked about that a million times. We're doing that. But we, you know, we've got a couple. We're doing just kind of like low key. I think we're going to a Golden Knights game one night, um, going out to dinner, uh, doing an early little birthday dinner with our with our friends on um, for my husband while, you know, on like Saturday, I think we're going out to dinner. So nothing too big. But, yeah, we're just going to kind of hang out and lay low. And I, yeah, I may even just go out and do some shopping in person. Go figure. Just because with everything the way it is with supply chain issues and not knowing when things will actually get to the house, I was thinking like, you know, I might just go to the stores and see what I can find. I think that that might be my best bet this year. Head out like old school, go like the fashion show mall yeah. and uh, downtown Summerlin and uh, Town Square and everything else. Oh, well, I've been uh, I've been doing a lot of online shopping and I have noticed delays mm-hmm. on things and everything I've ordered so far should still be here by Christmas. But I'm like, you know what? I, I was at the uh, fashion show mall yesterday or day before yesterday for a meeting and I'm looking at the stores. I'm like, wow, they have a lot of stuff. I should, while I'm here, I should just start shopping, but I didn't have enough time. And so I think I may give it a little, give it a shot. Normally I don't do that, but I'm thinking this year is a good one to, to shop in person. My wife mentioned doing a, a mall day as well because she does, like for all of her clothes and stuff, she does online shopping and the return policies are fantastic from these places. They send it to you. Obviously free returns, no questions asked. So she'll order a couple things, try it on. Maybe she orders three things and one of them works or all three might not work and she sends it back and then she'll get on a streak where she finds a couple of dresses or something she needs for work that works and then she goes on a, a bad streak where nothing is working and, and that's what I say to her I'm like why don't you just go down to the mall we can actually try on the clothes right there instead of having to wait for them return them and everything else so I think she's planning on doing a mall day next week as well just kind of go down and get a couple things that she needs for the holidays yeah I think that's the way to go this year now watch we've talked about it now everyone's gonna be like me too me too and there's not gonna be anything there but uh, so far it looks like the supply is pretty decent in the stores I don't know if you work in retail let us know how is it for you but and I think it's gonna get me in the holiday spirit because honestly I just I haven't felt it yet I think it's because of the weather <laughs> Yes. I am not in the holiday spirit yet at all. It's still early. It's still warm. I think the weather might change. And then uh, closer to Thanksgiving, once more decorations start going up, you hear more Christmas music. I still I still think it's early. I'm, I'm all for If you want to play Christmas music, put your lights up, have at it. My neighbor put his Christmas tree up. I can see it through the window. It looks gorgeous. But I'm just, me mentally, once Thanksgiving comes, then I'll get in the spirit. The spirit will take over me. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the turning point for a lot of people. Let's talk about today's show. There's tickets for you to Disneyland, 940. Be here at 940. That's a four-pack, a two-day, one-park-per-day tickets to Disneyland. It's Wednesday, so we have two truths and a lie. That happens at 6.30. And then in about 15 minutes, we have the early edition of Heads Up. And when you win it, you'll get a four-pack of tickets to the Festival of Lanterns at Cowabunga Bay. And up next is What's Trending. What do you have for us? Brittany says she wants a baby. The Potter Gang is getting back together. And this drink from your childhood is making a comeback. That's up next in What's Trending. 
Number two song in the country right there that stay the Kid Leroy, Justin Bieber. In less than five minutes, we have Heads Up. And when you win it, we got the, the four pack of tickets to the Festival of Lanterns at Cowabunga Bay. Mercedes in the Mornings, What's Trending Woo! on Mix 94.1. Okay, uh, where is my What's Trending? Uh, sorry about that. Um, okay, Britney Spears is trending this morning. Is it a gender reveal coming in the near future? Now that her conservatorship is over, she's considering more kids. She posted a picture on Instagram yesterday of a child standing on tiptoe alongside another pair of bare feet. And the photo was captioned, I'm thinking about having another baby. I wonder if this one is a girl. She's on her toes reaching for something. That's for sure. The conservatorship previously restricted her from expanding her family. And Brittany recently became engaged to her boyfriend, Sam Asgari. So who knows? Maybe another baby on the horizon. Good for her. It was back in the trial when she testified back in June or July over the summer. She she talked about wanting to get engaged, get married, have more kids, and talked about having that IUD that was... She was, she was forced to have an IUD inserted inside her because she wasn't allowed to have kids. And now I wonder if she had it removed I would, or if she's just kind of thinking about it and that's going to eventually happen. But, yeah, it's nice that she's able to make her own decisions. And there's still she still has like these cons- consultants who are helping her mm-hmm. and making sure that, you know, she doesn't spiral out of control or anything like that. But it sounds like she is just finally able to smile again which Mm -hmm. is great news also trending this morning is harry potter just a day after the 20th anniversary of the first harry potter movie uh harry potter and the sorcerer's stone hbo max had a big announcement the original stars of the movies daniel radcliffe emma watson and rupert grant along with more from the extended cast of the eight films will reunite for a special on the streaming service. Harry Potter's 20th anniversary return to Hogwarts will debut on January 1st. Many of the show's other stars will appear, and the retrospective will, quote, tell an enchanting making of story through all new in-depth interviews and cast conversations, inviting fans on a magical first-person journey through one of the most beloved film franchises of all time. I haven't read any of the books, haven't seen any of the movies, but I saw this trailer this morning, and I'm excited. Yeah, just good. watch just The Sorcerer's Stone. I think that you will be interested in That's it. That's the first just, one. Just watch that one, and if you're intrigued, go on to the second one. But I think that the the first one is, it's well, I don't know if it's my favorite. It's it's one of my favorite favorite ones there's a the last one's really good too but that one is so good and it just it's so magical so i i think if you watch that you'd be really into it and you're watching these kids grow up right from from the first harry potter to the last one there's quite a transformation because there's what five six or is it ten years between them it's literally from children to adults like (laughs) i don't want to give anything away but it's children to adults it's really really good well that's like stranger things is coming back in next summer like when stranger things first came out they were all young little kids and now they're late teens early 20s they're starting to get older now yeah you gotta start filming (laughs) before they grow up (laughs) also trending this morning is internet speed so this is really interesting engineers in japan they just set a new world record for the fastest internet speed it's so fast that you would be able to download nearly 80,000 movies in one second think about that how long it takes for you to download a document (laughs) and then think about 80,000 movies in one second the new record is 
319 terabits per second. That is double the previous world record for fastest internet speed at about 7.6 million times faster than the average home internet speed in the U.S., which is 42 megabits per second. It's like when uh, you go back to dial-up and you're trying to download a picture or something. Oh, my God. You might as well just leave the house and come back a few hours later. Yeah, it's just there's no point it would sitting just, around waiting for that. Slowly start seeing the picture. <laughs> okay, I see a head. I see an eye. Okay, I'm going to go grocery shopping, come back, and maybe I'll see a full face. Exactly. And then finally this morning, high C is trending. So if you are a fan of high C's ecto-cooler drink from the 80s and 90s, we have some good news for you. Well, first of all, do you remember ecto-cooler? I do. My brother was huge into Ghostbusters. Had all the toys, drinks, everything. So I do. I, I wasn't into it, but my, my brother was, so I do remember it. Yes. Well, High C's parent company, Coca Cola, they're bringing it back for a limited time. Now you won't actually be able to buy it. Here's what they're doing: they're doing a limited run of it to promote the new movie Ghostbusters Afterlife that comes out this Friday. And the only way to get your hands on it is to win it. So what you'll have to do is explain on Twitter why you're a super fan, and if they believe you. Then they may send you some. It's like jumping through a lot of hoops, but who knows? Maybe it'll all be worth it in the end. You can tweet them at Drink High C uh, on Twitter, and that is what's trending. Right now, we want caller 20, 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You get to play Heads Up, and this is a fun prize. We are hooking you up with four tickets to the Festival of Lanterns at Cowabunga Bay. It happens daily through February 13th. It's a great family getaway, a lot of great food, beautiful, beautiful ambiance. So if you want to check it out, all you got to do is be caller 20 right now. Pick your category. Pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Amber, you're Caller 20. You get to play Heads Up. You ready to do this? I am ready. Okay, <laughs> let's get you your categories. Do you want to go with It's an Avocado, Crikey Mate, or Oh Boy? Oh, my. Um, let's see. Let's go avocado. It's an avocado. Okay, National Spicy Guacamole Day was this past Sunday. So these are all foods that could have avocado in them. Okay? Okay. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner? You, Mercedes. Okay. All right, here we go, Amber. 60 seconds on the clock. Just get six correct. You'll get those tickets to the Festival of Lanterns at Cowabunga Bay. Ladies, you start now. You get this when you put bread in there and it, it, it browns. It turns Avocado toast? Uh, toast, yes. This is, um. you put greens in there. You put dressing on it. It's, Salad. Yes. This is, um. you you would put a patty on the grill and then you flip it. You make one. A hamburger? Yep. This is... Um, this is um, like rice and seaweed all wrapped up, and there there could be shrimp. In- yes, this is um, so you could get a, a soft shell or a hard shell, and you put meat in there. Taco. Yep. This is what you would get if you went to uh, Jimmy John's or Subway or a uh, sandwich. Yeah! Yes. Hey! Oh my God! I have never been color twenty. I'm so excited. Oh, that's great! It's an avocado. Thanks, <laughs> Amber. And you just won a really great prize—a four-pack of tickets to the Festival of Lanterns at Cowabunga Bay. Congratulations! Thank 
you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And we'll do heads up in the 8 o'clock hour. When you win heads up in the 8 o'clock hour, you'll get a $250 gift card to Living Spaces. And up next, a Wednesday tradition. You ready? I am ready, but I just realized that I have two of one thing. Like, I have two truths or I have two lies ready to go. You're and, overprepared. Uh, no, yeah, but I don't have the other one. I it, When I got them prepared last night, I was like, oh, okay, now I have them prepared. And I looked this morning, I'm like, oh no, they're both of this one oh, thing. So I now see, I gotta I come up with another one. So darn it, I gotta figure something out really quick. Well, you have three minutes and 18 <laughs> seconds to get it figured out. Right after Elton John and Dua Lipa, we have two truths and one lie. This is Cold Heart. It's Mix 94.1. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The game is two truths and a lie. Oh, so you've game. heard of it. Yeah, you've well, heard well, of it. Yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. Every Wednesday we do it, two truths and one lie. Two of us are going to be telling you the truth. One of us will be lying. Make sure you jump on Facebook right now. We're, we're streaming live. You can see it in the face sometimes Whether we're lying. It, I notice when we lie, one of us lies, we always look up. Like, uh, like we're trying, trying to get the next out. thing to say yeah. in our story. Yeah, so, oh, so keep an eye on that. So look down all morning. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Don't look. Just, just close your eyes. <laughs> um, okay, so we've got, we predetermined who's going to get what. We've got our pieces of paper. Everyone gets to look. Okay. Okay. Got mine? You guys got yours? Yes, yes. All right. Does anyone want to go first or shall I go first? Why don't you go first, Mercedes? I'll go first. Okay, so. Um, this is, sounds unbelievable, but this is why we tell these stories. I have been in Lenny Kravitz's hotel room before. I was in there and I sat on his bed with him. That 
my friends is the truth. Oh, uh, <laughs> he he was in town. Is Matt? No, Matt, uh, brace yourself, buddy. Yeah, here's the thing. Sit down for this. <laughs> Matt was with me. Oh, I well, know. Kids, it Sophie, gets, Brooklyn, brace yourself. We- it gets weirder. Yeah. So we he was in town for a concert, and our boss called me, and they he said, "Do you want to interview Lenny Kravitz?" And I was like, "Uh, oh, yeah, that would be awesome." This was years ago. I'd say this was in oh gosh. Early 2000s. Yeah, it had to have been. So he was over at either Mandalay Bay or House of Blues. I'm not sure which one, but he was staying in the Four Seasons, and which is connected to it. So he's like, meet at the Four Seasons. You're going to meet so-and-so record rep downstairs by the elevator. So I said, can I bring my husband with me? And he's like, yeah, that's fine. So we go down there. Um, we meet the record rep, and it's it was so funny because Lenny even had an alias and we heard the alias. So she called from the lobby and she's like, hey, we're here uh, for Lenny. And they're like, oh, okay, you know, what's the the name? And it was Lenny Crab Cake. That was that's Lenny Kravitz's alias. (laughs) And I was like, Lenny Crab Cake. Okay, this is weird. So we go up to the suite. We knock on the door. He opens it himself. And I'm just like. Uh, he's like, hi, Mercedes. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is my husband, Matt, blah, blah, blah. He's like, let's go in the bedroom so we can have more privacy. I have some guests. Yeah. Mm -hmm. American woman. Yeah. Guess who his guests were? Nicole Kidman. No. Um, his guest was, it was a singer. There was two guests. Um, um, his, his, um, his wife. No. His daughter, Zoe Kravitz. You met Zoe Kravitz then? Uh, she was a she was like a teenager. Whoa. It, it was so crazy. I, I think back to it now, like, oh my gosh, that was Zoe Kravitz. You didn't realize she wasn't Zoe. I mean, she was Zoe Kravitz. She wasn't acting she at the time, was she? She wasn't anyone uh-huh. that I knew. I just knew it was his daughter. And Denzel Washington. What? You met Denzel? I didn't meet him. He was sitting there. He Who's was like, there? He was like, what's up? And we're like, hey, hey. so he took us to the bedroom. We sat on the bed. I, we had our little, you know, those little things that we would bring to do our interviews with us. Yeah, the back of the little, uh, mini, was it the mini disc recorder at the time? Or, was, uh, or were we MP3ing at the time? I don't remember which, but I, it was like a microphone, a regular microphone. And we did the interview. Nicest guy ever. Nicest could be. And then when we left, um, as soon as we walked out the door, my husband and I looked at each other and we like started doing this happy dance. Like, oh my God, I can't believe Denzel Washington was in there. We were like geeking out, but that's a trip. It, it was just the craziest thing ever. So Did you guys do pictures that day. I think that was the whole reason I was able to bring Matt. Cause I said, can I bring a photographer? Uh-huh. And so I, <laughs> Quote, yeah, I know, but I, so there has to be some floating around somewhere, but I, there's definitely not any with Denzel or Zoe, but it would be with me and Lenny for do sure. You, do you remember what year this was? No, that's what I'm trying to remember. I, I I should Google like when was Lenny Kravitz in concert, either at Mandalay Bay or or um, House of Blues. I'm going to say it was 2003. Yeah, I think it was early 2000s. Because I remember him being on tour and going through D.C. in 2003 and doing stuff with like uh, meet and greets with fans. I feel like 2002, 2003, Lenny was very accessible to fans. He was super accessible. The nicest guy ever. That's awesome. It was just crazy. Huh. So there you go. That's, but, that, that's, that's I know. She's just saying the but lining of when JC wasn't here in Vegas. You know, it's true. I wasn't here to confirm it. Uh, right? But the whole Denzel, Zoe Kravitz thing, is the, it could be the curveball. Meeting Lenny Kravitz, doing a picture, you work in radio. Okay, that, that happens. But Zoe Kravitz has come up on the show before. You've never mentioned that. You met you technically met her. You saw her. And Denzel's huge. And Denzel. Uh, uh, I reach. I always go to the times we talk about movies. Right. You, you've never like Training Day, all these other movies that came out with Denzel over the years. 
You've never said, oh, by the way, did I ever tell you the time that Denzel was in the room with Lenny Kravitz? You never said that. So to me, right, that could I be the it. twist. Okay. Is it true? I don't know. What do you think? Let's move on. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. It's funny because my story also invo- involves that mini recorder that you talked about, Mercedes. Yeah, yeah. And the, the first part of this, I hope you will remember Mercedes, and some of you that have listened to the show for a long time might remember. But this would have been 2005, 2006. I'd just come back from Washington, D.C., and Tony Stewart, NASCAR was in town, and Tony Stewart was doing an event at a park. When the NASCAR drivers are in town, they do a lot of stuff around Las Vegas, and he was doing a thing at a park where he was painting park benches for charity. And Home Depot was there. The park people were there. There was a car client that was there. A lot of people were out there, and we had the opportunity to go out and interview Tony Stewart. So I'm like, yeah, of course I want to do it. But Tony Stewart wasn't the most well-liked driver. Uh, I'm not sure if he's still well-liked at the time. Not really. Um, He's not a driver anymore. Yeah, he's retired. But back then, he was still driving. Um, So I went out to interview Tony Stewart, and we did a thing on the air where we took listener questions and suggestions for questions. And these were questions from non-Tony Stewart fans. And so we got out there, and, and I asked him some regular questions and talked about painting the benches for the park and giving back to Las Vegas and the community, how great it is. And then I started peppering him with these questions from listeners that were just – and I, I didn't even know what they meant, but they were just – obviously, they were anti-Tony Stewart questions. Do you remember that segment when we did it, Mercedes? I do remember that segment, yes. And we came back, and we played it on the air. It was very funny because here I am asking Tony Stewart awkward questions about uh, NASCAR and everything else. You were else. asking him, like, do, have you ever sought help for your anger management <laughs> issues and stuff like that? He was asking him that stuff. It was cringe. It was, Wait, what? Yeah, it was cringeworthy questions. It was cringe. Cringe! Oh my god! You gosh. didn't go through them and like kind of go funnel them out. That or? was the bit. No, that was it. The was bit. the bit? Yeah. He wanted it to be awkward. Oh my gosh! Oh. Okay. And so I, I, I had some nice questions in there too. And but then I said, I even said, these are listener questions, and I'm reading them. I'm playing dumb to the whole thing. And we played it on the air, and it was it was funny. It was a great response. He was mad. <laughs> I would be too. <laughs> well, here's the part I, I've never told you, Mercedes, or never told anyone else. Not only was Tony Stewart mad, the clients were mad. And it was the following Monday or Tuesday, I got a call into our general manager's office. His name is Tom Hum at the time. And I had to issue apologies. I had to call the representative with Home Depot. I had to call the representative with the parks here in Las Vegas because they were upset with the whole thing. And I had to call a car dealership, which I don't want to say because I don't want to get them in trouble. But I had to call a car dealership as well and apologize to all three of them for the segment that we did, for the questions that we asked. Sorry, that's out of character for us. We're trying to have some fun. We didn't mean to hurt anyone's feelings. I thought Tony was really cool with it. And they're like, well, he was cool, but it puts us in a bad light. It was a whole thing behind the scenes. And I never told you, Mercedes, because I didn't want that to affect anything we were doing moving forward about doing stuff like that. Because I thought it was a blast, but there was a lot of downfall after the fact. (sighs) <sighs> I think Mercedes would have been in the know. I just think that you, this Mercedes, this is your show. You should have known about this. <laughs> you get her in the office now. I, I mean, but I also see because we were a, a producer at the time, right, JC? Yep, yes. Mm-hmm. I could see JC saying, you know what, Mercedes doesn't need to worry about it. So I'm kind of on the fence if you're lying about Mercedes not knowing. I don't want anyone else to know. I just I, t- I took care of things. I, I jumped on the grenade for the show and just um, apologized, and I think everything was smooth after that. As far as I know. Uh, I think that you would have most definitely told me. I th- th- There's only been a couple things in our career that I found out about after the fact and that you did not tell me about. And I feel like you would have told me that. I, I just, really do. Th- my logic was I didn't want it to affect things. Moving. I don't want us to have a cool, fun set because I had a lot of fun doing it. I thought it was a lot of fun, but I don't want us to be affected moving forward. Like, oh, is a client going to get mad? Is this going to happen? So just... Out of sight, out of mind. I told the general manager it's not going to happen again. Don't worry about it. Sure. Okay. 
Sure. Here we are, 15 years later, finally letting everyone letting know. Letting the air out, <laughs> finally. All right. Why am I sweating like this is true? And I'm like, uh-oh. JC just dropped a bomb on Mercedes 15 <laughs> years right. later. All right, Steph, your turn. Okay, so I believe I've told you when I was a kid, I always wanted to either be a doctor, a teacher, or a singer. And I never became any of those, obviously. <laughs> you still got time. You're young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my dad, and I think I've said this as well, is he's in a band. And he thought that my singing career would be great to start at a young age. So we, every morning, I think I was eight years old, he would give me private lessons. And he would be on the keyboard. He'd be saying, you got to hit this note. You got to hit that note. And in the beginning, I was very enthusiastic about it. I said, okay, I'm going to be a singer. I'm going to be a star. Um, and then... Towards the, like, a couple weeks in my singing lessons with my dad, I got over it. I said, Dad, I can't do this no more. He goes, okay, I, I respect that. I respect your decision. What if we tried group lessons with you? Like, okay, maybe that'll help because he's my dad. Maybe it's because I'm annoyed of him. Everybody's like, you got to see him every day. So I tried group singing. And is it like acapella, <laughs> like pitch perfect? No, no. I saw the sign. It was more like a uh, after school thing, like uh, kind of one of those things you go out at a rec center. So I did that and I tried that for two weeks. And they said that she asked a lot of really dumb questions <laughs> like Wait, the, the, the instructors oh, told your dad that you asked dumb questions yeah like um, <laughs> there are no dumb questions not, hasn't she heard that phrase before what's I shouldn't mean adults? say dumb questions she said a lot of out there questions trying to be nice about it but I knew what they meant they're like okay this this girl's not diva but just wasn't into it so one of I remember one day specifically we were going from the left side of the classroom and we all had to stand on the podiums like you know how they stand in like the high middle and the lowest type of the stands and they said okay everyone go to the stands and i said do we have to oh <laughs> and the teacher said was that stephanie she's got an attitude so it was basically one of those things i'm gonna I'm, have copping an attitude and then after that day they took me right out of singing classes and my singing career never jumped out from there <laughs> it was done after that yeah so I, I i tried to delve into singing for a little bit but it did not work out what if you had a, a different kind of teacher who, who didn't accuse you of asking dumb questions it was, it was more encouraging perhaps you would have blossomed into a wonderful singer you think so i really think it was me the problem i think i was the problem <laughs> can you give situation. us a can you can you sing a little bit? Yeah, yeah oh, so no, good. I was I not good hear. at all. I can't even think of what I would even sing. Mary had a little lamb. <clears throat> Mary had a little lamb. See, Steph's lying. <laughs> <laughs> I should have taken off. I do remember doing the do re mi fa sol la ti do. That I remember doing over and over again. I was like, I can't do this. I thought there was going to be a twist, and she was going to say she auditioned for the band. Was it the band Dream, a reality show band put together in the early 2000s? That was me. I <laughs> she was the sixth member it. of Dream. All right. Who is telling the truth and who is lying? Two of us are giving you the whole story. One of us is lying. Tyler says, I'm thinking it's Mercedes. You don't think I hung out with Denzel? Lenny Kravitz and Zoe Kravitz? What? What's cool here with, with this, uh, being on Facebook is we can see your Facebook little photo and stuff. Yeah. And Tyler, you and your bride look beautiful in that photo. That jumped out to me. Uh, Je oh, Jeff is cute. Yes. Yeah, really cute, isn't it? Jeff says he is believable. However, I do think he would have told Mercedes. That uh, is in regards to you, JC. Okay. So right, uh, they think that you're lying on that one. Richard says it's JC. He would have told Mercedes on that one. Uh, on the text line, let's see. I 
I remember this story. Mercedes is telling the truth. Have I told that story? You told the, I think you told the Kravitz thing, but again, the Denzel and his daughter thing to me is the curveball that comes into that story. Uh, this one says, I think Steph is lying. So let's start the big reveal. Truth teller number one. It's me. Yay. Denzel was there. Zoe Kravitz was there. She was, I'd say she was like a teenager, like a preteen, 12, 13 years old, maybe. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a true story. And when we saw Denzel, we totally forgot we were with Lenny Kravitz. We were like, oh my gosh, it's Denzel Washington. It was like the coolest thing ever. I remember the whole, like you talking about meeting Lenny Kravitz. I vaguely remember the Denzel thing. The Zoe Kravitz thing was the, was the curve. I mean, she was there. Yeah, she was was Zoe Kravitz. I mean, she was Zoe Kravitz. But she wasn't the Zoe Kravitz that we know at the time, which is that's a do you have a you have to have a photo. Oh, you know what? My husband just texted me. He said it was during CES. He was performing oh. a private show at the House of Blues. That's what it was. Did, okay. Because I was trying to remember, like, why I don't remember a big concert there, but that's what it was. It was a cool. CES thing. Okay, thanks Matt, for letting I'm me sure know. You, you guys have to have a yeah, photo. See find if the we photo. can find the picture, Matt. I I know we took a picture. I just I don't know where it's at, so. No, none with Denzel or Zoe. Darn it. Okay. That's a tough thing to do. Oh, yeah. and, uh, Denzel, who's in the room. Can, can you we also... have one? A girl uh, picture. A girl picture. Everybody in. Truth teller number two. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> My singing career, very short-lived. <laughs> very horrible. Oh, I know. Stuff. I was, I'm going to be a singer, be a star. And then, oh, boy, it was not <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, good for you and your dad encouraged you to try different things. You yeah. never know. You know, it made you a better person. Yeah. And that's what I love about you is that you always put yourself out there. And I also love that you always tell the truth. If you're not into something or if you have a question, you just say it. And that's one of my favorite things about you. <laughs> <laughs> very honest and real. <laughs> yes. All right. That means JC. <laughs> <laughs> the Tony Stewart segment, that bit, that thing was that true. Happened. That went down, asked the most awkward questions, but there was no backlash. And if there was backlash, I would have told you, Mercedes. So how did you guys get away with stuff like that? I, I remember going there and, and I literally just said, I said, hey, these are questions from our listeners. Uh, you know, I didn't really get a chance to look over them. Do you mind if I... And there were a couple nice ones, but there were some that were pretty heavy. And I'm like, I oh, I am so sorry. I don't I know what that means. I remember specifically you asking about his anger management issues and he his to- his demeanor completely <laughs> changed. And I wasn't even there in person. You could hear it in his voice and he was so... Like, all of a sudden, he just turned cold to you. But you kept with it. You were just like, ah, so what else, you know? I think we have a photo in our, in our office. Uh, we have a stack of old photos from back in the day. I think there's one of them, me interviewing Tony Stewart, probably with the same recorder, Mercedes, that you used to talk to Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, that thing, that went around to everyone. <laughs> the, ger- Never wiped the, it down. the germs, the oh. stories that thing could tell. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Maybe we should try that bit again. Oh, yeah. We could also never get another guest on our show Yeah, that's very true. (laughs) I don't know. It was a different time. It was. We were able to get away with a lot more back then. Yeah, no questions were asked. We just put that stuff, aired it the next day, made him look like a fool, and no one cared about it. Up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? Okay, so who do you predict will be the drunkest family member at your holiday get-togethers this year? There's actually... um, there's evidence that we can pinpoint exactly who it's going to be. Also, you may not have known this, but you are using your antiperspirant wrong. We'll tell you how. And what are the best and the worst hold music songs? We're going to explain all of it to you coming up next in the Hot 3. The game is two truths and a lie. So you've heard of it. Yeah, well, yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. 
Every Wednesday we do it. Two truths and one lie. Two of us are going to be telling you the truth. One of us will be lying. Make sure you jump on Facebook right now. We're, we're streaming live. You can see it in the face sometimes. Whether We're lying. If I notice when we lie, one of us lies, we always look up. Like, uh, like we're trying to have the next out. thing to say in yeah. our story. Yeah. So, oh, so keep an eye on that. So look down all morning. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Don't look. Just just close your eyes. <laughs> um, okay. So we've got, we predetermined who's going to get what. We've got our pieces of paper. Everyone gets to look. Okay. Okay. Got mine. You guys got yours? Yes. Yes. All right. Does anyone want to go first or shall I go first? Why don't you go first, Mercedes? I'll go first. Okay. So. Um, this is, sounds unbelievable, but this is why we tell these stories. I have been in Lenny Kravitz's hotel room before. I was in there and I sat on his bed with him. That, my friends, is the truth. Uh, mm-hmm. He he was in town. Is Matt, no, Matt, uh, brace yourself, buddy. Yeah, here's the <laughs> Sit thing. Sit down for this. <laughs> Matt was with me. Oh, I well, know. Kids, it, it Sophie, gets, Brooklyn, brace yourself. Weir- it gets weirder, yeah. <laughs> so we he was in town for a concert, and our boss called me, and they he said, do you want to interview Lenny Kravitz? And I was like, uh, oh, yeah, that would be awesome. This was years ago. I'd say this was in, oh, gosh, Early 2000s. Yeah, it had to have been. So he was over at either Mandalay Bay or House of Blues. I'm not sure which one, but he was staying in the Four Seasons, and which is connected to it. So he's like, meet at the Four Seasons. You're going to meet so-and-so record rep downstairs by the elevator. So I said, can I bring my husband with me? And he's like, yeah, that's fine. So we go down there. Um, we meet the record rep, and it's it was so funny because... Lenny even had an alias and we heard the alias. So she called from the lobby and she's like, Hey, we're here uh, for Lenny. And they're like, Oh, okay. You know, what's the, the name? And it was Lenny crab cake. That was, that's Lenny Kravitz's <laughs> alias. And I was like, Lenny crab cake. Okay. This is weird. So we go up to the suite. We knock on the door. He opens it himself. And I'm just like, uh, he's like, hi, Mercedes. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is my husband, Matt, blah, blah, blah. He's like, let's go in the bedroom so we can have more mm-hmm. privacy. I have some guests. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. guess who American was, woman. Yeah. Guess who his guests were? Nicole Kidman. No. Um, his guest was, it was a singer. There was two guests. Um, um, his, his, um, his wife. No. His daughter, Zoe Kravitz. You met Zoe Kravitz then? Uh, she was a she was like a teenager. Whoa. It, it was so crazy. I, I think back to it now, like, oh my gosh, that was Zoe Kravitz. You didn't realize she wasn't Zoe. I mean, she was Zoe Kravitz. She was an acting she at the wasn't, time, was she? She wasn't anyone uh-huh. that I knew. I just knew it was his daughter. And Denzel Washington. What? You met Denzel? I didn't meet him. He was sitting there. He Who's was like, there? He was like, what's up? And we're like, hey, and so he took us to the bedroom. We sat on the bed. I, we had our little, you know, those little things that we would bring to do our interviews. with. Them. Yeah, the back of the little uh, minute was it the mini disc recorder at the time or, was, uh, or were we MP3 at the time. I don't remember which, but I, it was like a microphone, a regular microphone. And we did the interview. Nicest guy ever. Nicest could be. And then when we left. Um, as soon as we walked out the door, my husband and I looked at each other and we like started doing this happy dance. Like, oh my God, I can't believe Denzel Washington was in there. We were like geeking out, but that's a trip. It, it was just the craziest thing ever. So Did you guys do pictures that day. I think that was the whole reason I was able to bring Matt. Cause I said, can I bring a photographer? Uh-huh. And so I, <laughs> <Quote unquote. laughs> yeah, I know, but I, so there has to be some floating around somewhere, but I, there's definitely not any with Denzel or Zoe, but it would be with me and Lenny for do sure. You, do you remember what year this was? 
was? No, that's why I'm trying to remember. I, I, I should Google like when was Lenny Kravitz in concert, either at Mandalay Bay or, or um, House of Blues. I'm going to say it was 2003. Yeah, I think it was early 2000s. Because I remember him being on tour and going through D.C. in 2003 and doing stuff with like uh, meet and greets with fans. I feel like 2002, 2003, Lenny was very accessible to fans. He was super accessible, the nicest guy ever. That's awesome. It was just crazy. Huh. So there you go. That's, but, that, that's I know. But, <laughs> and, or is she just saying the but, lining of when J.C. wasn't it, here in Vegas? You know, it's true. I wasn't here to confirm it. Uh, right. But the whole Denzel, Zoe Kravitz thing, is the, it could be the curveball. Meeting Lenny Kravitz, doing a picture, you work in radio. Okay, that, that happens. But Zoe Kravitz has come up on the show before. You've never mentioned that you met, you technically met her. You saw her. And Denzel's huge. And Denzel. Uh, uh, reach. I always, I always go to the times we talk about movies. Right. You've never, like, Training Day, all these other movies that came out with Denzel over the years. You've never said, oh, by the way, did I ever tell you the time that Denzel was in the room with Lenny Kravitz? You never said that. So to me, right, that could I be the twist. Okay. Is it true? I don't know. What do you think? Let's move on. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. It's funny because my story also invo- involves that mini recorder that you talked about, Mercedes. Yeah, yeah. And the, the first part of this, I hope you will remember Mercedes, and some of you that have listened to the show for a long time might remember. But this would have been 2005, 2006. I'd just come back from Washington, D.C., and Tony Stewart, NASCAR was in town, and Tony Stewart was doing an event at a park. When the NASCAR drivers are in town, they do a lot of stuff around Las Vegas, and he was doing a thing at a park where he was painting park benches for charity. And Home Depot was there. The park people were there. There was a car client that was there. A lot of people were out there, and we had the opportunity to go out and interview Tony Stewart. So I'm like, yeah, of course I want to do it. But Tony Stewart wasn't the most well-liked driver. Uh, I'm not sure if he's still well-liked at the time. Not really. Um, He's not a driver anymore. Yeah, he's retired. But back then, he was still driving. Um, So I went out to interview Tony Stewart, and we did a thing on the air where we took listener questions and suggestions for questions. And these were questions from non-Tony Stewart fans. And so we got out there, and and I asked him some regular questions and talked about painting the benches for the park and giving back to Las Vegas and the community, how great it is. And then I started peppering him with these questions from listeners that were just... And I, I didn't even know what they meant, but they were just, obviously, they were anti-Tony Stewart questions. Do you remember that segment when we did it, Mercedes? I do remember that segment, yes. And we came back, and we played it on the air. It was very funny, because here I am asking Tony Stewart awkward questions about NASCAR and everything else. You were else. asking him, like, do, have you ever sought help for your anger management <laughs> issues and stuff like that? He was asking him that stuff. It was cringe. It was, Wait, what? Yeah, it was cringeworthy questions. It was cringe. Oh, my god. You didn't gosh. go through them and, like, kind of go... Funnel them out? That or? was the bit. No, that was it the was bit. The bit. Yeah. We wanted it to be awkward. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Okay. And so I, I, I had some nice questions in there, too. And But then I said, I even said, these are listener questions, and I'm reading them. I'm playing dumb to the whole thing. And we played it on the air, and it was it was funny. It was a great response. He was mad. <laughs> I would be, too. <laughs> well, here's the part. I, I've never told you, Mercedes, or never told anyone else. Not only was Tony Stewart mad, the clients were mad. And it was the following Monday or Tuesday, I got a call into our general manager's office. His name is Tom Hum at the time. And I had to issue apologies. I had to call the representative with Home Depot. I had to call the representative with the parks here in Las Vegas because they were upset with the whole thing. And I had to call a car dealership, which I don't want to say because I don't want to get them in trouble, but I had to call a car dealership as well and apologize to all three of them for the segment that we did, for the questions that we asked. Sorry, that's out of character for us. We're trying to have some fun. We didn't mean to hurt anyone's feelings. I thought Tony was really cool with it. And they're like, well, he was cool, but it puts us in a bad light. It was a whole thing behind the scenes. And I never told you, Mercedes, because I didn't want that to affect anything we were doing moving forward about doing stuff like that. Because I thought it was a blast, but there was a lot of downfall after the fact. 
<sighs> I think Mercedes would have been in the know. I just think that you, this Mercedes, this is your show. You should have known about this. <laughs> you get her in the office now. I, I mean, but I also see because you were a, pro- a producer at the time, right, JC? Yep, yes. Mm-hmm. I could see JC saying, you know what, Mercedes doesn't need to worry about it. So I'm kind of on the fence. If you're lying about Mercedes not knowing, I don't want anyone else to know. I just, I, t- I took care of things. I, I jumped on the grenade for the show and just um, we apologized, and I think everything was smooth after that. As far as I know, uh, I think that you would have most definitely told me. I there, th- there's only been a couple things in our career that I found out about after the fact, and that you did not tell me about. And I feel like you would have told me that. I, I just, really do. My logic was I didn't want it to affect things. Movie. I don't want us to have a cool, fun set because I had a lot of fun doing it. I thought it was a lot of fun, but I don't want us to be affected moving forward. Like, oh, is a client gonna get mad? Is this gonna happen? So just. Out of sight, out of mind. I told the general manager it's not going to happen again. Don't worry about it. Sure. Okay. Sure. Here we are, 15 years later, finally letting everyone letting know. The air finally. <laughs> finally. All right. Why am I sweating? Like, this is true. And I'm like, uh oh. JC just dropped a bomb on Mercedes 15 All years right. later. All right, Steph, your turn. Okay, so I believe I've told you when I was a kid, I always wanted to either be a doctor, a teacher, or a singer, and I never became any of those, obviously. <laughs> you still got time. <laughs> young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my dad, and I think I've said this as well, is he's in a band, and he thought that my singing career would be great to start at a young age. So we, every morning, I think I was eight years old, he would give me private lessons, and he would be on the keyboard. He'd be saying, you got to hit this note. You got to hit that note. And in the beginning, I was very enthusiastic about it. I said, okay, I'm going to be a singer. I'm going to be a star. Um, and then towards the, like, a couple weeks in my singing lessons with my dad, I got over it. I said, dad, I can't do this no more. He goes, okay, I, I respect that. I respect your decision. What if we tried group lessons with you? Like, okay, maybe that'll help because he's my dad. Maybe it's because I'm annoyed of him. Everybody's got to see him every day. So I tried group singing. And <laughs> is it like acapella, like pitch perfect? No, no. I saw the sign. It was more like a uh, after school thing, like uh, kind of one of those things you go out at a rec center. So I did that and I tried that for two weeks. And they said that she asked a lot of really dumb questions <laughs> like Wait, the, the, the instructors oh. told your dad that you asked dumb questions yeah like um, <laughs> there are no dumb questions not, hasn't she heard that phrase before What's i with shouldn't these adults? say dumb questions she said a lot of out there questions trying to be nice about it but i knew what they meant they're like okay this this girl's not diva but just wasn't into it so one of i remember one day specifically we were going from the left side of the classroom and we all had to stand on the podiums like you know how they stand in like the high middle and the lowest type of the stands and they said okay everyone go to the stands and i said do we have to oh and the teacher said was that stephanie she's got an attitude so it was basically one of those things i'm I'm gonna have copping an attitude and then after that day they took me right out of singing classes and my singing career never jumped out from there (laughs) it was done after that yeah so i i I tried to delve into singing for a little bit but it did not work out what if you had a a different kind of teacher who who didn't accuse of asking dumb questions it was was more encouraging perhaps you would have blossomed into a wonderful singer you think so i really think it was me the problem i think i was the problem (laughs) can you give us a can you can you sing a little bit? Yeah, so yeah since you're so no, good. I was I not good hear. at all. I can't even think of what I would even sing. Mary had a little lamb. 
Mary had a little lamb. See? Steph's lying. <laughs> I should have taken off. I do remember doing the do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. That I remember doing over and over again. I was like, I can't do this. I thought there was going to be a twist and she was going to say she auditioned for the band. Was it the band Dream, a reality show band put together in the early 2000s? That was me. I she was the sixth member it. of Dream. All right. Who is telling the truth and who is lying? Two of us are giving you the whole story. One of us is lying. Tyler says, I'm thinking it's Mercedes. You don't think I hung out with Denzel, Lenny Kravitz, and Zoe Kravitz? What? What's cool here with, with this, uh, being on Facebook is we can see your Facebook little photo and stuff. Yeah. And Tyler, you and your bride look beautiful in that photo. That jumped out to me. Uh, Je- oh, Jeff is cute. Yes. Yeah, really cute, isn't it? Jeff says he is believable. However, I do think he would have told Mercedes. That uh, is in regards to you, JC. Okay. So right, uh, they think that you're lying on that one. Richard says it's JC. He would have told Mercedes on that one. Uh, on the text line, let's see. I remember this story. Mercedes is telling the truth. Have I told that story? You've told the, I think you've told the Kravitz thing, but again, the Denzel and his daughter thing to me is the curveball that comes into that story. Uh, this one says, I think Steph is lying. So let's start the big reveal. Truth teller number one. It's me. Yay. Oh, Denzel was there. Zoe Kravitz was there. She was, I'd say she was like a teenager, like a preteen, uh, 12, 13 years old, maybe. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a true story. And when we saw Denzel, we totally forgot we were with Lenny Kravitz. We were like, oh my gosh, it's Denzel Washington. It was like the coolest thing ever. I remember the whole, like you talked about meeting Lenny Kravitz. I vaguely remember the Denzel thing. The Zoe Kravitz thing was the, was the curve. I mean, she was there. Yeah, she, she wasn't was Zoe Kravitz. I mean, she was Zoe Kravitz. But she wasn't the Zoe Kravitz that we know at the time, which is that's a, do you have a you have to have a photo. Oh, you know what? My husband just texted me. He said it was during CES. He was performing oh. a private show at the House of Blues. That's what it was. Okay, because I was trying to remember, like, why I don't remember a big concert there, but that's what it was. It that's was a cool. CES thing. Okay, thanks, Matt. For I'm you sure know. you got you guys have to have yeah, a photo. See find if the we photo. Can find the picture, Matt. I I know we took a picture. I just I don't know where it's at. So. None with Denzel or Zoe. Darn it. Okay. That's a tough thing to do. Oh, yeah. and Denzel, who's in the room. Can, can you we also- have one? <laughs> a girl uh, picture. A girl picture. Everybody in. <laughs> Truth teller number two. It's me. <laughs> My singing career, very short-lived. <laughs> very horrible. Oh, I know. Stuff. I was, I'm going to be a singer, be a star, and then, oh, boy, it was not yeah, but I mean, Good for you and your dad encouraging you to try different things. He you did. never know. You know, it made you a better person. Yeah. And that's what I love about you is that you always put yourself out there, and I also love that you always tell the truth. If you're not into something or if you have a question, you just say it, and that's one of my favorite things about you. <laughs> I'm very honest and real. <laughs> yes. All right. That means JC. <laughs> <laughs> the Tony Stewart segment, that bit, that thing was that true. That went down, asked the most awkward questions, but there was no backlash. And if there was backlash, I would have told you, Mercedes. So how did you guys get away with stuff like that? I, I remember going there and, and I literally just said, I said, hey, these are questions from our listeners. Uh, you know, I didn't really get a chance to look over them. Do you mind if I... And there were a couple nice ones, but there were some that were pretty heavy. And I'm I, like, oh, I am so sorry. I don't I know what that means. I remember specifically you asking about his anger management issues and he his to- his demeanor completely changed. <laughs> and I wasn't even there in person. You could hear it in his voice and he was so 
like all of a sudden he just turned cold to you, but you kept with it. You were just like, ah, so what else? You know, I think we have a photo in our, in our office. Uh, we have a stack of old photos from back in the day. I think there's one of them, me interviewing Tony Stewart, probably with the same recorder Mercedes that you used to talk to Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, that thing that went around to everyone. <laughs> the, ger- Never wiped the, it down. the germs, oh. the stories that thing could tell. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Maybe we should try that bit again. Oh, yeah. We could also never get another guest on our show. <laughs> yeah, that's <again>. very true. <laughs> I don't know. It was a different time. It was. We were able to get away with a lot more back then. Yeah, no questions were asked. We just put that stuff, aired it the next day, made him look like a fool, and no one cared about it. Up next is the hot three. What do you have for us? Okay, so who do you predict will be the drunkest family member at your holiday get-togethers this year? There's actually... Um, there's evidence that we can pinpoint exactly who it's going to be. Also, you may not have known this, but you are using your antiperspirant wrong. We'll tell you how. And what are the best and the worst hold music songs? We're going to explain all of it to you coming up next in the Hot 3. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Adele, easy on me. Number one song in the country, and her album is out this Friday. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Well, stereotypes don't always reflect reality, but sometimes, just sometimes, they're spot on. Almost two-thirds of Americans say at least one family member will get drunk at a family get-together this year, and the most likely culprit is... Your uncle. Oh. <laughs> a third of people say an uncle is the most likely to get hammered at a family gathering. Here are some other stats on how your Thanksgiving could go south in a hurry. The worst topics to bring up at the table are 
politics, family gossip, and personal drama. Your parents are the most likely to bring up something that could start drama. Okay, who is it in your family? <clears throat> the drama starters? Or the, the who? Well, let's start with the, the, the drunk. Who, who are most likely to have the most alcohol during, during Thanksgiving or um, Christmas? I mean, if we're not going to be with our entire family, so um, it's just going to be us, so I would answer me um, on that. <laughs> but if it were like my whole family, I'd say either my brother or my uncle. For sure. What about you? Uh, if we're going whole family, see, I look at it differently. Whole family, it's it's definitely Laura's uncle, Uncle Walt. But he can hold his whiskey. He just downs it all day long. You can't tell that he's drunk, but he, he, he can drink a lot. But as far as, like, my wife, she's like a shooting star. I remember the last Thanksgiving my parents were here in town. Oh, she started, like, at noon. Champagne. And I love her for this. Champagne, wine, shooting star, life of the party. And all of a sudden, just... Crash. And then all of my mom's like, where's Laura? I'm like, um, I think she's upstairs taking a nap. <laughs> She'll be back down for round two. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll start again later. Um, as far as the bringing up the worst topics, who, who's that in your family? Mm, the worst topics? Like the politics, the family gossip, the personal drama. You know, it probably it's not going to be bad anymore because she passed away, but it'd be Laura's Aunt Anne. She would always bring up something. I was like, oh boy, question something. Here we go. So, Walt, what did you do? Laura, what are you guys having kids? Like, what? what Anne, calm down and you know, rest in peace, but she's no longer with us. So, 39% of people say there will probably be some yelling. 43% say it's not uncommon for at least one person to leave early. And 48% of us expect to drink more at family get togethers than we did at any other social event this year. The number one beverage that can ruin a holiday party is a tie. Between beer and whiskey, wine is third, followed by tequila, and 54% of people say at least one of their family members will probably have to apologize the next day. Can you, can you marathon drink? Like Thanksgiving, can you start at noon and last all day long? No, I, the last time I did that was with our neighbors. It was Easter. This is years ago, years and years and years ago. And uh, this is when they lived like across the street from us. They moved to another street. Uh-huh. And maybe this is why uh, we started. We went out to brunch together. All of us went out to brunch and had champagne at brunch. Well, first we started with mimosas. And then we're like, just forget the orange juice. Just give us the champagne. So we started drinking champagne. Then after brunch, we went back to their house. Like, let's open a bottle of wines. Open a bottle of wine. That turned into two bottles of wine. Oh, my gosh. And it's on a Sunday. I have to work on Monday. I was I was a mess. My husband left me there. He was so mad at me because I was a mess. They, they had to walk me across the street back home. <laughs> <laughs> like the little kid that, sleep, that falls asleep on the ride home? It was such a mess. And I'll tell you, our friendship was never the same after that. It was Did they have to the walk same. you up to bed and tuck you in? No, they walked me in and my husband was so mad at me. And I remember we I found this notepad. Um, and I found it just like a, about three months ago because I was cleaning out a drawer of all the sayings that we were saying. We're like, we got to write this down so we remember this the next day. And none of the stuff made sense. None of it. I was like reading it like, wow, we were smashed. I have no idea what this means. And so this is Easter Sunday. I, sometimes we used to have vacation after Easter. Was it, Did you come into work the next day and were you feeling it? I called in sick. Did you really? I did. The Monday after Thanksgiving? No, it was after Easter. Oh, sorry, after Easter. Yeah, I did call in sick. What? I'm like, sorry, I told you. <laughs> Don't tell. <laughs> Don't tell anyone, okay? <laughs> um, also this morning, here's something else we have been doing wrong our whole life. You're probably not using your antiperspirant correctly. You should be putting it on 
at night, not in the morning. Here's why. First, we're only talking about antiperspirant, not deodorant, okay? So antiperspirant plugs your pores and prevents you from sweating. Most deodorants just mask the smell of BO. So why at night? Well, it's because your body temperature drops when you're asleep, so you sweat less, and sweating too much can prevent it from doing its thing. Basically, putting it on at night gives your skin more time to absorb the active ingredient, which is usually aluminum, and most antiperspirants are designed to work for 24 to 48 hours, so it's still going to work fine the next day. Showering will not wash it off, so you can still shower in the morning, and depending on how much you sweat, you might not even need to use it every day. If you are a deodorant person, here's another tip. You shouldn't put it on right after you get out of the shower. Deodorant is meant to be used on skin that's totally dry, so it works better if you wait until your pits have aired out and there's no moisture at all. Yeah, well, so I shower at night, I like to just be free with nothing on there. Just have my armpits free and then shower in the morning and deodorant is the last thing I put on. So I do feel like my underarms are dry. I use antiperspirant and mm-hmm. I do put it on at night oh, like after I shower because I shower at night. So I figure, you know, I'm not. But the thing is, I put more on in the morning. You so I'm up. doubling up, which probably isn't the best thing and probably a waste of product. But yeah, I double up on it. Hmm. I know. I I deodorant. But what time do you shower at night? Uh, nine nine thirty. Do you think you sweat a lot from nine thirty to? What if you skip the nighttime? Well, now this study says you should do it at night, but take the study out of it. Do you think you sweat enough a lot through at night? That's why you put it on. No, I just I feel like okay. Well, I'm here. I am like with nothing on. So the body, it, it's not just about sweating. It's about the body odor. And so mm-hmm. I don't want it to start generating early. So that's why I always put it on, you know? So you have deodorant on you tw- on 24 seven. You have deodorant on. Antiperspirant. Antiperspirant. Yeah. Which is the bad one. We <laughs> talked about it. Remember that? This was it that, that stone you would get. You'd rub that stone under your armpits and it was supposed to work as a deodorant. Yeah, It did not work. <laughs> did not work. I it hurt. smelled when I used that. It was awful. <laughs> that's why I called in sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I stink. Sorry. I'm calling in smelly today. Finally, this morning, we've all had to listen to lots of bad music. Gosh, we are so oh late. Oh, my gosh. I know we are I, late. You know what? I'm not going to do Holy this. We'll smokes. talk about this later because we're going to get in so much trouble. So um, we'll talk about the best and worst hold music songs later because we'll get in so much trouble. Sorry, guys. How did that happen? Uh, it happens every Wednesday two with Two Truths and a Lie. Just, oh. just throws us way so late. That's so. bad. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Sorry, boss. I, hopefully he's not listening. No. Isn't he uh, in Reno or something? Is he in a town? Oh, a dentist yes. appointment or oh, something? Oh, perfect. We're, yeah. we're fine then. We're, we're fine. <laughs> Coming up here in the dirt, the Kid Leroy makes an announcement that shocks his fans. Details in about 10 minutes. Ed Sheeran on Mix 94.1. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. The Kid Leroy is ready to take a break. You cut out a piece of me and now I bleed internally. The Australian singer announced in a letter to his fans that he's going on hiatus in order to concentrate on making his full-length debut album. He went on to explain that after a recent vacation, he made the decision to take some time away from everything and focus on the next project, his debut album. He said, I'll be back soon, I promise, but just taking some time himself to get things done right now. I love that. It's just it's so important when you know that you're hitting that, that you're right at that edge. It's like, nope, st- uh-huh. stepping away. I, my mental health is more important than anything else. I don't know why this, this sticks with me, maybe because I'm a U2 fan, but I remember, so they had the Joshua Tree album they put out in the 80s, and they had Rattle and Hum, which was a follow-up album. They, they went on tour. They, they were non-stop, and at the end of the Rattle, it's a movie, at the end of Rattle and Hum, they finished the last concert, and Bono says, 
we're going to go away for a while, but hopefully someday soon we'll dream it all up again. And they did. They went away, and they came back with their, their next album, Octoon Baby, which came out 30 years ago, I think, this week. And it was a completely different vibe for the guys. For the guys. Before, they were kind of like earthy feel to YouTube. Yeah. And then they came out. It was like leather. It was, it was rock. It was just over the top. And But I remember, we're going to go away for a while and dream it all up again. Just a, a revamp. It was quite the profound yeah. statement from Bono back then. Yeah. So uh, Rolling Stone predicts that Kid Leroy is going to have uh, a, a big... Um, a big round, a big go at the 2022 uh, Grammy Awards. They're saying he should be a top contender when the, once the Grammy Awards are announced. But before the Grammys, we've got the 2021 American Music Awards. And they're happening Sunday, hosted by Cardi B. They're on ABC. They added more performers for this weekend. They got quite the lineup for Sunday's show. Tyler, the creator, Walker Hayes, Monaskin, Diplo is going to DJ the show. And we also have BTS with Megan Thee Stallion, Olivia Rodrigo, Carrie Underwood, Jason Aldean, Kane Brown, New Edition, and New Kids on the Block, Bad Bunny. So it is a stacked show on Sunday night. That's going to be awesome. Wow. I didn't realize that was coming up so quickly. Who do you like for Artist of the Year? Your choices. Ariana Grande, BTS, Drake, Olivia Rodrigo, Taylor Swift, or The Weeknd? Um, this is American Music Awards? But yeah. I think it's going to be BTS. These, is BTS showing up? BTS with Megan Thee Stallion doing the remix of yes, Butter. Yes, yes. It's going to be BTS. And so well, I would say, well, yeah. So they have concerts coming up at the Staples Center, but that name is changing come Christmas Day. Hmm. She's going to be in town. But what about Olivia Rodrigo? I mean, she had a huge year. She came out of nowhere. Huge year this past year. And she's also performing. She's going to be there as well. That's cool. So it's always it's always someone that's performing that wins. Yeah, at that's, these awards. that's what I and not just maybe even not performing, but attending. They're there at the very least. Yeah, yeah they're not going to give it to uh, the, um, the weekend if he's not there. Oh, the weekend couldn't make it. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Ed Sheeran is collaborating with Pokemon Go. We don't have many details right now. All we all we know is that Ed shared an image that features both his name and the Pokemon Go logo and wrote coming soon. He is a huge Pokemon fan, uh, Pokemon fan. Pokemon? How do you say? Pokemon. Pokemon. I'll go to the Monoskin after that. It's a tongue twister. He said that when he met the Pokemon creator, he gave him a letter. And he also said that his, the first generation of games, Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow for the Game Boy, is his favorite. That's pretty cool that you get to live out. Like, if I got to do something like that for Mario Kart, I'd be so excited. <laughs> right, to, me, to do, like, a collaboration with Mario Kart? Yeah, oh, man, that would make me so happy. Sometimes I like to throw banana peels just out my window <laughs> just to make people slide, but it never works. For those of you that watch The Office, did you know that Jim almost had an affair while married to Pam on The Office? This is coming out in a new book. It's called Welcome to Dunder Mifflin, The Ultimate Oral History of The Office. The series creator wanted to really test the character's marriage. It would have happened during season eight, an episode called After Hours, where Jim goes on a Florida business trip and Kathy, the receptionist, tries to seduce him. Pam was out on maternity leave at the time. It did not happen because John Krasinski absolutely refused to do the show, refused to do the scene. I'm not coming back if you make me do it. And the reason why, he said it basically would be a betrayal. To, to the fan base that loved Jim and Pam together. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to see that happen. I love that. I love that he cared about what how people would react to that. That's super sweet. He cared about the character. Yeah. Next hour, we have Heads Up right around 825. And when you win it, you'll have a $250 gift card to Living Spaces. Olivia Rodrigo, she'll be performing Sunday at the American Music Awards. Here she is with Good For You. Good For You. 
Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It is 7.33 Wednesday, and you were just talking about that alternate ending for The Office. What would have been if Jim cheated on Pam? And that means nothing to me. <laughs> I was trying to play along. I'm like, oh, that would have been devastating. But honestly, I, I don't know... A lot. I, I don't know anything about The Office. I know Michael Scott. I know Dunder Mifflin. And I know Jim and Pam. And that's about it. I've never seen an episode of The Office. Do you know what they sold? Paper? With, yes. Dunder Mifflin Paper Supply Company. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then Jim and Pam, there was kind of that, that love affair that was slowly building the first couple of seasons. And then they got together and everyone was so happy when that is happened. Is that a spoiler alert? Yeah, it is a big time spoiler alert. Oh, it is? So, okay. Sorry if you haven't that's seen okay. The Office yet. Lots of spoilers coming your way. Um, yeah, the Michael Scott, he left it. He did leave. I forget who replaced him after was he Was he left. the big boss, right? Yes. Yeah, he was the big boss. Okay. He left and someone came in and replaced him. It was a great show. for the. For, for did they have like rotating hosts like Aaron Rodgers and Mayan Bialik come in and yeah. <laughs> LeVar Burton. Yeah. Ken Jennings was in there as well. I, I, whenever I tell people that I've never seen The Office, they really like freak out on me. Like I've com- committed some grand TV sin. <laughs> like it's just so funny. And I, it's not for lack of interest or, or wanting to. It's just, it never really popped up on my radar uh, when it was on. And then now after the fact i just kind of feel like i missed it you know i missed the boat it would it would be ridiculous if i came in here like you guys i watched the office last night it's like okay welcome to 2015 like what the heck where have you been so i just never jumped on it but what's the uh what's the thing that people really freak out about when they find out you've never done it you've never seen it you've never tried it what is that thing because for me it's the office people cannot believe i've never seen the office it was i got into it halfway and i was was punching through it was still it was still on it wasn't like a netflix thing at the time and it was on nbc and i remember punching through and it was the remember parkour when people would jump around on things without touching the ground what parkour Parkour. It was like a, people would be like in the park and they jump from thing to thing without touching the ground. It was the thing. It was called like parkour. You jump from office furniture to office furniture. I've never heard of that. Before. Really? No, a- let's freak out on another thing. <laughs> I've never heard of. In essence, it was like the floor is lava. People were doing it like hardcore, okay. like parkouring. Okay. It was like a thing, like in two thousand and eight, two thousand nine, like parkouring, and people would like you go to parks and you jump from bench to bench without touching the ground. Where there was a parkour episode of The Office, and that's what caught my eye. And I was just I was dying laughing because they're outside doing parkour, like on the roof of the building and everything else. And then after that. I became a fan, started watching it, and then went back. And then we got DVDs and went back and like we got caught up on the show. They caught up on The Office. Oh, that's funny. I, yeah, I've never heard of that before. Uh, what is uh, what is the thing for you? 702-364-9400. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe when you hear how someone has never done something, you're like, oh, you're, wait, what? You've never done that? Uh, let's talk to Serena. Serena, what's the thing that people freak out about when they find out you've never done it? I have never had meat. I was just about to go, whoa, but I'm not going to freak out. <laughs> what? So, so exactly. is it just, is it just for lack of interest? Is it just, is it for dietary restrictions? Why have you never tried meat? 
Well, I was raised a vegetarian and then became a vegan when I was 11. So um, if you really know what meat is, then you would not eat it. Yeah, and well, if you looked in the animal's eyes, you wouldn't eat it. Oh, so my that's gosh. Why. Yeah, no, I totally get that. And uh, to be honest, you're probably not really missing out on anything. And the vegan game, too. Oh, my My wife, because she does a lot of vegan food because of her Crohn's disease. And we've been to some vegan restaurants. And I'll have, like, um, Vegination downtown. They've got a meatball grinder. And it's vegan. I'll bite into that thing. I'm like, you guys are lying. This is meat. They're like, so, oops, sorry. Yeah, is, we are. <laughs> it tastes so good. Like, the vegan game has come so far in the past 10 years. It's incredible. Steven, what is the thing that people freak out about when they find out you've never done it? Good morning. Uh, game of Thrones. Every time I tell someone I haven't seen Game of Thrones, they're like, what? <laughs> That's a hard one to get into. I remember just, you know, being out of the loop on that one and one of our co- co-workers was like you gotta watch it and the first episode sucked I could not get into it and then all of a sudden I started to and yeah that's a good one that's my wife loved that show I watched it from afar I don't know any of the characters so I'm, I'm kind of there with you Steven Harry Potter I talked about that earlier in the show I've never seen never read the books never saw any of the Harry Potter movies yeah. people kind of look at me weird when I say that uh, some text coming in this one says I've never watched The Office either or friends. This one says I've never watched The Walking Dead, Game of Thrones. Uh, I've never seen a single Marvel movie. Avatar. Never watched it. People look at me like I'm nuts. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that either. Is that good? That's good. Is yeah, it really? It's long, but it's good. What's so good about it? the visuals? The, uh, and the storyline is really oh, is good it? too. Yeah, I loved that one. And then this one says, for me, it's the fact that I don't like pizza. That I've never seen Star Wars and that I've never had pineapple. People always freak out when I say these. <laughs> I, I The pizza one does surprise me a little bit. The other ones, nah, not so much. <laughs> Ooh, someone just started Sons of Anarchy. Let me know what you think. That's a great show. Yeah, that is a good one. And is Yellowstone not Sons of Anarchy now, but on horses? Uh, yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, now that you mention it, it's going that direction. That's for sure. <laughs> Coming up next, uh, we have the hot three. What do you have for us? Okay, we could see a record number of these this year. We'll tell you what it is. Also, the science behind the perfect hug. And what is the all around ultimate song? Like, the best song according to science. We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the hot three. The Killer Rory, we just announced in the dirt earlier in the hour that he's taking a little break. He's going to focus on getting his full-length album done, but he promises his fans that he will be back soon. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. We might see a new record this year for the most Thanksgivings ever. More people feel okay getting together, but still don't want to be around huge groups. So smaller Thanksgivings, they're a thing again. And it means a record number of Americans planning to host. 47% say that they'll host a Thanksgiving dinner this year, up from 41% a year ago. That's compared to 33% in 2019, right before the pandemic hit. And when you include everything from food to decorations, the average host expects to spend a total of $391.60, which I'm going to throw, I'm going to get it. Sneeze. Hey. 
Comes in through the east. There's one. That was it. That was it. What? That was weird, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Anyway, so um, that's compared to 33% in 2019 before the pandemic hit. And when you include everything from food to decorations, the average host expects to spend about $400. I just read that. Okay. So making a potluck can bring the cost down, but more than half of people who plan to host expect guests to cover at least one expense this year. Did you do, growing up, did you have like the adults table and then the kids? kids table yes do you yes. remember when you made the transition from the kids table to the adult table i always kind of got stuck at the adult table because there was too many kids so <laughs> 25 I, years I, old. I couldn't oh. go I, yeah i couldn't go in there I would excuse me. there it is they come in threes there's two okay that's it for now is this a new pattern where they're still in threes but they're spaced out <laughs> <laughs> i guess so i don't Wait know 60 seconds we'll get the third oh, one. Oh man uh also this morning according to a new study the perfect hug lasts between five and and 10 seconds. Researchers looked at how much pleasure people got from engaging in hugs of different durations and orientations. And they found longer hugs between five and 10 seconds were more pleasant than very short hugs. But arm position, whether it was crisscross or neck waist, doesn't really seem to matter. It is risky, they say, to hug for longer than 10 seconds. <laughs> While further studies are needed to know exactly when the hugs become too long. Okay, let's, uh, let's, let's time it out here. You're, you walk into a room, and there's a coworker of yours that you're, you're really friendly, friendly with. You haven't seen in a while, but you walk up and you give a hug. Timer starts now. Mm, there. That was it. Five seconds. I hugged one of our coworkers for a really long time the Wait. other day. 10 seconds. 10 seconds is a long time. That hug. is a That's long, a real long, long time. time. Yeah. I, but I did that the other day. There, the, a coworker was upset. Uh-huh. And so I went in for the hug and I, I, I hugged and I kept talking while I was hugging. I'm like, you know, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Da, 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 I'm here for you. And I was like having a full blown conversation in the hug. And that was a long hug. It was like 15 seconds afterwards. I'm like, oh, I hope that wasn't weird. Well, I think that's if you're embraced and not saying anything, it's different. The fact that you're hug talking, to me, it's a whole different thing. You're you're comforting. It's not you're not like a hey hug. You're you're comforting someone. That to me, you're allowed to go 15 seconds. You think so? In my mind. Oh man, I just uh, I think I overextended the hug a little. No, bit. were they trying to break away? <laughs> no, yeah, no, they yeah, were good. they were into it. Yeah, yeah. you're good. All right. Uh, finally, this morning, so science has apparently determined. That the ultimate all-around song is a song from the 80s. And when I say ultimate all-around song, it's a little complicated, but let me see if I can explain it. So researchers at a university in Denmark set out to determine if there's a pattern to the music we listen to throughout the day. They broke the day into five blocks, morning, afternoon, evening, night, late night, and early morning. And they found that we do prefer different types of music at different times of the day, like slow but energetic songs in the morning, louder, faster music in the afternoon, danceable songs in the evening, and so on. But there is one song that has musical qualities that allow it to drift through all five blocks. What is that song? It is this. The song Every Breath You Take, according to science, has been determined that it's the ultimate all-around song. Researchers say it's a very in-the-middle type of song. It's a medium tempo. It's a bit groovy, but not too much groovy. It doesn't have any loud surprises. And it's all over just a very pleasant, perhaps 
even a bit bland song. Talking about stalking. Yeah, I know. Like, so it's kind of a heavy subject when we break it down, but I like the song. It's got a good beat. I can see myself listening, driving into work, feeling it. Afternoon, doing some errands. It's on. I'm looking back and turn it down. Picks up enough here. Driving home. Put some energy. But again, talking about stalking. Very possessive, that sting was. I just, whenever I hear it, I just am like... Seems like just today you used to rock the show. I lace the track, you lock the flow. So far from hanging out on the block for dough. I just want to sing I'll Be Missing You instead. And they never got his permission, so every time that song plays, man, Sting is making money. He's like, okay, go ahead, play it again. Play it again, I dare you. That was the last one? Then? Yep, that's it. 8 o'clock hour, 825, when you win heads up, we have that $250 gift card to Living Spaces. And don't forget, 9 o'clock hour, 940, we're sending you to Disneyland with that four-pack of two-day, one-park-per-day tickets. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Mix 94.1. I love some fallout boy in the morning. That's good stuff. It's 803 Mercedes in the morning. So were you like, were you in dire need of help or what was going on? I was, no, I was the complete opposite. I was just, I was enjoying myself. I was enjoying the moment at the gym. Have you ever been in a situation where it's just, it's not what it looks like. You're doing something and maybe someone looks at it and you're like, no, this is not what it looks like. I was at the gym last night and I was working out and I had an 80 pound um, dumbbell, uh, excuse me, barbell. And I lie back down to do some exercises, some tricep exercises. I lie back down on this flat bench and I bring the, the barbell down and it's resting on my chest. And as I'm, as I'm going back and I feel the weight of the, um, of the barbell going back, like my, my back is like cracking, like, oh, that feels good. And I lie down and feeling the weight of 80 pounds on my chest, it, it kind of feels like a gravity blanket. It just feels good. And I look up at the clock. I can see the clock. I mean, I'm going to lie here for maybe 45 seconds, and then I'll start my, my exercise. So I'm just lying there. Got my headphones in. So I'm lying there, and I got this barbell on my chest, 80 pounds, just kind of lying there flat, looking up, just enjoying life, watching the clock. Next thing you know. This dude swoops in out of nowhere and picks the thing up off my chest. Like, what's, what, what is, so I like get up at the same time, headphones pop out. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, oh no, I'm good. Oh my god! <laughs> I was just resting. He's like, oh my bad. I thought you were struggling. I'm like, no, it's all good. Thank you though. I appreciate it. He's like, yeah, no problem, man. We got to watch out for each other. That like, is thank so you. funny. Was it, he, he was just trying to save you and you're like, I don't need your help. He thought I was, you know, and which is great because it happens at the gym. Sometimes someone's working out, they don't have a spotter and you see they're, they're struggling. You step in and help them out. So he must have looked over, saw me lying there with a, the barbell on my chest and thought like, oh, this guy's in trouble. <laughs> Let me jump over there, swoop in and. Talk about catching you know, like like surprise too. I was not expecting someone to come in and swoop in and <laughs> strong dude too because he lift that eighty pounds up with ease. <laughs> like whoa. Well, I mean, it, it's it's eighty pounds and he's standing. It's not as bad as if you're laying like you were. He he had the easier job. He did than have you the easy have. advantage of uh, picking <laughs> it off my chest. You had a, a harder job, but that's still, I mean, very impressive. And I I actually would be really flattered that he did something like that. You know, yeah, he's looking out for his fellow gymmate, and and to his um, you know, where his situation, he looks over, sees someone lying there. They're not really moving. They've got this this weight on their chest. 
They're lying there for 10, 15 seconds, 20 seconds. Like, that guy's not moving. Better jump in there. Because I've been at the gym, and they have chairs throughout the gym. Like, walking upstairs, and like, there's, like, an older gentleman. He's, like, sleeping on the chair. And I'm like, hey, not to get morbid. I'm like, I, I hope he's napping oh and not, like, God. something else. Because I hope he's not dead. <laughs> I, seriously. There are times where I thought I was walking up and, like, like, bumping the chair or doing something to see if they're awake. Because maybe they... They worked out too hard, overexerted themselves, and next thing you know. <laughs> well, I'm just going to call it a day here. <laughs> it's true. I've seen it at the gym. Some of these older guys, you see them, you're like, uh, napping or dead? Mm. Oh, my gosh. So morbid. That's where my goes. Have you ever had that happen where it's like you want to tell someone, hey, it's not what it looks like. I promise this situation is not what it looks like. 702-364-9400. And the dude at the gym, too, is a guy that I've seen for years, just never had a conversation with. And this was like our first conversation. I'm like, oh, you're a nice guy. Did you do that for me? <laughs> Thank you for caring. Yeah. Now you can you can pay it forward and just go up to someone and watch them just be standing there like doing like back squats. And then you run up to them and you take the, the barbell off their back. Like, I just wanted to help you. They're like, I'm doing my squats. What are you talking about? I'll be the uh, the over spotter, like running around spotting everyone. They're squatting behind. Me. Come on. You got it. Ugh. Exactly. Like you should. You should totally do that. Just show that you're a nice person, too. I love that. Uh, I remember once we were uh, we were at the mall and my daughter was really really young she was i don't know like five or six and i had to take brooklyn to change her diaper i had to find a restroom and i wasn't gonna leave sophie there but she was looking at something so i was just kind of like i dipped around um a rack of clothes to try to get the lady's attention so i could find out where there's some place with a changing table so i was she was within my eyesight, but because she was so short, I was not within hers. And um, I was asking the lady, I'm like, can you tell me where there's a change table? And then the, and, and I heard all of a sudden my daughter say, yes, like she was talking to someone. So I immediately looked and there was a lady there and the lady went up to my daughter and said, did your mommy leave you here? Oh. And my kid said yes. <laughs> I was like. What? what? And so I pop back over. I'm like, she's with me. And she, the lady looked at me like I was the worst mother in the world. Like I completely abandoned her. I was like, I was just trying to get her attention to find out where there's a changing table. And she was like, oh, and she was just like, are you? And then she looks at Sophie again. She's like, are you OK? And she's like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, Why did she tell her I left you? What the heck? It's, I did not leave her. Gosh, it was so, I was so upset. I am uh, seeing Bats from Yellowstone happening in my mind right now. Not, no spoilers, but just I'm seeing a certain situation play out. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's yeah. like, mind your own business, lady. Get out of here. Well, technically you did. Technically you did leave your daughter there no, for a second. No, I could see her the entire time because she's short, which was not my problem because <laughs> she is a child. She couldn't see me, but I could see her. It was all good <laughs> and that woman she's probably accused like you just like left your daughter at the mall oh, and went yeah. somewhere else she was just like wow what an awful person you are you ever, how dare you ever in a situation as a kid though where you're like in the mall or somewhere looking around like all of a sudden you realize like, like where are your parents like whoa where'd everyone go yes and panic yes. sets in always it's so it's so frustrating <laughs> yeah uh, it was just i felt like the worst mom at that moment it's <laughs> like wow i am awful <laughs> next thing you know you get one of those leashes so no she's with yes, me everyone. exactly I, you know, when I did not have kids, I'd see those leashes and I'd be like, that's cruel. You're cruel. How could you leash up, leash up your child? And now I'm like, hmm, that's actually a really good idea. I had to watch someone's kid at a horse show years ago. And like the kid kept getting away from me. I didn't have a leash. I literally tied a rope around the kid. I'm like, come on. 
feel like saddle him up, like yeah. do a lasso thing, catch him, pull him in. It was fantastic. You're with me. Coming up in about 15 minutes when we do Heads Up, and when you win Heads Up, you'll get a $250 gift card to Living Spaces. Number one, four weeks in a row, her album, that's Adele, is out on Friday. Most likely that will be the number one in the al- number one album in the country when that's, uh, those charts come out next week. And then coming up here in less than five minutes, when you win Heads Up, you got a $250 gift card to Living Spaces coming your way. I was just looking at some of like the celebrity news and stuff that's going on this morning, and I can't stop laughing because I just, I don't know, maybe it's just funny in my own mind, but remember Jacob from Twilight, Taylor Lautner? Yes. He got engaged which is very cool um there's like pictures going around he got down on one knee there's rose petals everywhere and his um his fiance now is named taylor dome and i'm just like wait taylor lautner proposed to taylor dome so now she's also going to be taylor lautner Oh, it's two Taylor Lautners. There, there are going to be a couple of Taylor Lautners, like the two of them. Why is that so funny to me? So now we have two Taylor Lautners, or does she not change her last name um, because of that? Because that's just going to get really confusing. We're, could you be imagine being married to someone that has the exact same name as you? Or maybe it's happened before. I don't know. I just, I in my mind, that's really funny that we have. We're going to have two Taylor Lautners now. Someone calls their house. Yes, I'm looking for Taylor Lautner. Yeah, male or female. <laughs> Which one? Husband or wife? Which one? Have you Me ever, or her. Have you ever heard of like someone getting married and their last name changing to something either really funny or maybe it's happened to you where you became a funny couple because of the last name. And what was it? 702-364-9400. I don't know if you just looked up the same site. Did you look up the 20 funny but truly unfortunate wedding name combinations? Yes, yeah, some of them I, I think we can't even like say. I mean, there's so many lists out there. Uh-huh. Let me just talk about the first one. The that Brooke Gross, she got married to Kevin Panty. Gross Panty. <laughs> P-A-N-T-T-I. It's gross. It's the gross panty wedding. Okay. Your friend, Rachel Har is marrying Daniel Hardy. It's the Hardy Har wedding party. (laughs) Some of these are clean. We can do other ones. Hardy Har. (laughs) Okay. I'm just going to say the names of the couples involved, but you can put it together. Oh, smart, smart, smart. So this one was very sweet. Anna Wang uh, married Brad Holder. Okay. Um, uh-huh. uh, uh, Katrina Bush married Matthew Hacker. <laughs> um, Jennifer Lay, she married um, William Best. <laughs> um, wait, what was that one? Um, it was the William Best Jennifer Lay. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, Jessica Beaver. Oh God, she uh, married Derek Wetter. Okay, okay, that must have been a wonderful <laughs> wedding. I'm sure. Oh my gosh, I can't even say this one. Are you talking about um, Paul Golden? <laughs> yes, and, and, and Mary Beth Showers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Steph is just shaking her head in disgust. Uh, these are actual <laughs> weddings, actual wedding you guys. Names, We're, what can we do about it? <laughs> but honestly, my favorite is the Hardy Har wedding. <laughs> the Hardy Har. Why that is so funny? Uh. What if, what, what if uh, she, um, 
What if she divorced him uh-huh. and then married a guy whose last name was also Hardy? And then she would be the Hardy Har. <laughs> no, no, we need two Har's in there. The Hardy Har Har. <laughs> Here's what we could say Amy Moore, she got married to Anthony Bacon. <laughs> Poor Bacon. More Bacon. Oh. That's clean. And there's also a, a, a Lauren Party married Alan Moore. Oh, my favorite is Kellyanne Long. She got married to Eric Paul Wee Wee. <laughs> Uh, yes, what wedding party are you here to see? Um, the long... Mm-hmm. The long wee wee wee. Oh, what kind of wedding party is that? The Tommy Lee party? Oh my gosh. These are so funny. Has anyone been in that situation? Um, this one says, this text that just came in. <laughs> Save it. Hold on. Okay. My name is Winter and a kid in elementary school had the last name Winter. So people joked I should have married him so I could have been Winter Winter. Um, th- this one says, my name is Kelly Wright. I actually dated a guy named Kelly Wright. It's a very common name uh this one says my husband is a murphy i am a hafner our children's last names are hafney oh wait you merged your last names to make a new last name that's kind of cool i like that unless you're jessica poor marrying sam sap Poor sap. <laughs> <laughs> that poor sap wedding. <laughs> oh, dude, all day long. Uh, these are so funny. Um, <laughs> did you see? Oh, this one's good. Um, so let me see. Emily. She. What's her last name? Emily Crap. Okay. She married Travis Beer. Crap beer. This is this wedding. <laughs> We're going to the crap beer wedding. <laughs> also known as the Keystone wedding. <laughs> is it the Coors Light wedding? <laughs> no, Coors Light. Hey, stop. I do Keystone. like Coors Light. Keystone is worse. Keystone's not bad. Do they still make Keystone? That's just what we used to get because it was the cheapest. Keystone, yeah, Keystone Light, Coors. I like Coors Light, Bud Light. We should do that for Try Tuesday, like a light beer to see which is like the best let's, light let's beer. Let's do a crap beer for Try Tuesday. <laughs> what was the other, like... Yeah, Keystone was the cheap one. What was the, wasn't there another one, too? Ugh. I remember Mickey's. Mickey's. Oh, that was... That was heavy in alcohol, wasn't it? Oh, it was just... It was malt liquor. It was just horrible. I got a buddy who got a Mickey tattoo. Talk about a tattoo regret. You should track him down and see if he regrets getting that 20 years ago. <laughs> he probably regrets getting that and regrets drinking that. <laughs> Both. <laughs> Looking for caller 20 right now. 702-364-9400. Your caller 20. You get to play heads up for a really great prize. We have a $250 gift card to Living Spaces. You can say big o- on over 100 in-stock collections during the Living Spaces Black Friday event. All you got to do is be caller 20 right now. Pick your category, pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20, you play 702-364-9400. Justin Bieber, Ghost, this makes 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1. Hi, Judy, you're Caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? All right, let's get you this $250 gift card to Living Spaces. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Ladies Room, Black Friday, or Who Run the World? Uh, Let's do Ladies Room. Ladies Room it is. Okay, World Toilet Day (laughs) is Saturday. Oh, no. (laughs) So these are things you would find in the bathroom, okay? Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? You, Mercedes. All right. Okay, here we go, Judy. You have 60 seconds on the clock. You know the deal. Get six correct, and you'll win a $250 gift card to Living Spaces. You start now. You look in this to see your reflection. Mirror. Yes. You use this to wash your hands. You use this. 
The thing, the faucet? Um, no, the stuff you put on your hands. Oh. Yep. Oh. This is what you use um, to... Charmin is a brand of... Toilet paper. Yes. Um, if you if if you plug up the toilet, you're gonna need one of these to unplug it. Plunger. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is what you use to clean uh, those pearly whites of yours. Toothpaste. Uh, the the item that you use. It's uh, oh, toothbrush. Yes, toothbrush. Yeah. Um, this is what you use to moisturize your skin. Lotion. Lotion. Yeah. You got it. Nice job, Judy. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Judy, cool prize. You just got a $250 gift card to Living Spaces. Congratulations. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Woo-hoo. Now, we'll have another one of these gift cards tomorrow morning and Friday morning as well when he went heads up in the 8 o'clock hour. And then coming up next hour at 940, that four-pack of two-day, one-park-per-day tickets to Disneyland. That's at 940. And then at 920, your chance to go on a vacation to any Sandals resort. Lots coming up. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Yeah, Moneskin, Begin on Mix 94.1. It is 8.40, Mercedes in the morning. You know, as Thanksgiving approaches, we've got Christmas after that. And then, of course, the new year, 2022, is going to arrive. And there's there's one thing I do dread about the new year. Do you know what that is? Uh, how it is kind of like rookie night. People <laughs> staying up. They're normally going to stay up till midnight to party and stuff. And just everyone getting loud and crazy. Okay, so two things <laughs> now that you mention that. It, it is... Um, there's a phrase that I hear around the new year, and it's not Happy New Year. I like that phrase. That's a nice phrase. But there's a phrase that people use around the new year that just grinds on me. And I don't know why I don't like it. It's just, I think maybe just because it's so overplayed and it it indicates like that we're, we all have to change. And that phrase is new year, new me. Like people will post that with all their pictures mm-hmm. and new year, new me or new year, new you. Uh, it, it's just one of those phrases that never turns out to be true. It never changes. You you don't change. Let's find the people that said that at the beginning of the year. Is it still, is it a new you? Is it the same person you were in 2020? Mm-hmm. It probably you is. You lied to me. You lied to me. What is a phrase that you wish people would stop using? I wish we would collectively stop using new year, new, new me. And I'm sure I've, uh, I should really go through my pictures and see if I've ever used oh, that. Oh boy. New year, new me. Uh, but what is the phrase? It doesn't have to be new year related that you just wish people would stop using <laughs> 702-364-9400 it's the new normal is it <laughs> sorry shut up <laughs> it's not the new normal if it was the new normal it wouldn't be new it would just be normal i don't know why <laughs> just that phrase just bugs me it's the new normal oh is it get out of here <laughs> I want the old normal back. <laughs> yeah, we, we prefer the old normal. Yeah, it's the new normal. Uh. 702-364-9400. Um, this text just came in from Selena. She says, I hate when people say other people have it worse. Oh, thanks for your advice. Now all my problems are gone. <laughs> <laughs> You, you're like you pull you pour your heart out like you know it's just you know I, i'm really having a tough time i i can't do this i can't pay my bill blah 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 you know other people have it worse okay yeah never mind I'm, i'll be fine with everything then <laughs> okay good oh tom is worse than me fantastic <laughs> everything's not, great in my world <laughs> issues aren't there anymore i'm not gonna say anything uh this one says the word unprecedented I don't know why, but that just annoys me so much. This is unprecedented. 
This has never happened before. It's unprecedented. There was a, a point in time where it's, things got a lot better, but every single commercial used that in these unprecedented times. <laughs> the new normal. <laughs> every commercial that had it. It's so annoying <laughs> these, in these unprecedented times. <laughs> Let's talk to Suzanne. Suzanne, what's the word or phrase that you wish people would stop using? Starting a sentence with look. <laughs> I think I do that. <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to make a point here. Look. <laughs> it's, so, it's so, like, rude and condescending. Look. Like, you just don't know anything. Let me tell you. <laughs> that is so funny. That's a great point, Suzanne. I, I also do that with the word so. It's just an extra word that you don't need. So, I was thinking... Why don't you just say I was thinking? Why do you have to throw so in there? Well, that, I catch myself doing that all the time. And that's like the crutch where I, think, I feel like I've gotten better all right. That was a, mm-hmm. I went through a stretch. I was using that all the time. But be like using look instead. Look. You don't need to say it. Just get into things. <laughs> Let's talk to uh, Jamie. Janie. I'm sorry. Janie, what is the word or phrase you wish would go away? Oh, it's been there, done that. Ugh. It's so cringeworthy. <laughs> Just say, yeah, so is your mom. <laughs> She's been there doing that. <laughs> so moms they'll, now? They'll, stop, they'll, they'll stop saying that real fast if you throw that in there. So that, is your mom. <laughs> so is your mom. She's been there doing that. She's been there doing that. Uh, this one says, I hate when people refer to getting vaccinated as the jab. Oh, my uh, God. I got the jab. Did you get the jab? Or the juice. <laughs> oh, my God. Give me the juice. Uh, this one says, that's what she said. When people say that, I cringe. That's and that's from the office, right? Which yeah, we were talking about are, are earlier. Your friends living in the year two thousand and eight, who's still dropping that? <laughs> Tell them the new normal is not to say that. <laughs> in these unprecedented times, <laughs> we're going to stop saying that. Let's talk uh, to Paige. Paige, what is the word or phrase you wish would go away? When people say honestly before they start any sentence, like you're not speaking honestly to begin with. Everything like, else is a lie. <laughs> yeah, like you haven't been truthful with yourself. Like I can't trust you now. That was our uh, our old producer Ryan. He used to say all the time, honestly, honestly, guys. It was honestly, guys. Uh, honestly, I'm like, guys. well, first of all, you should be honest more often. Second of all, I'm a girl. <laughs> honestly, guys. Someone say honestly, ga- honestly, gals. Works for me. <laughs> this is a great one that just came in on the whole New Year new me thing i hate when people say haha i haven't showered since last year when new year's day comes around it's an overused joke or when they say you're seeing them for the last time that year i'll see you next year because yeah. <laughs> it'll be next year tomorrow and when you see me it'll be a new year new me yeah it's overused same person honestly guys please <laughs> coming up next is the hot three what do you have for us okay we are going to talk about the brand that is the most popular fashion brand of 2021 the answer might surprise you we'll tell you what it is also this morning staring at screens too much has caused us to do half of us to do this we'll tell you what it is and pandemic pen pals mary in the most pandemic way possible. We'll tell you all about it coming up next in the Hot 3. Marshmallow Jonas Brothers leave before you love me on Mix 94.1.
It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Hey, real quick, I just want to send a shout-out to uh, the Meadows Boys football team. They are playing in the 2A football state championship tomorrow over at Allegiant Stadium. So uh, they're going to be playing against Urington, and this is just such a big deal for them that they're making it to state so congratulations to the the meadows football state uh champion well future state champions we're gonna call it now they're call the shot now playing at legion stadium too wow what an experience good luck everyone yeah congratulations guys that's really awesome we're really proud of you we'll be keeping up with your big win we know you guys are gonna win okay here's what's going on this morning a new map is showing how Zara has become the world's favorite fashion brand for 2021. Um, it's it's the most popular in the world, although Macy's, it's number one in America. So the, the map, they kind of generated uh, Google search data and the Spanish fashion house Zara takes the top spot in 37 countries worldwide. It's followed by Nike and Zalando. I have not heard of Zalando. That was third. When compared to the same data from last year where... Louis Vuitton, Gucci, and Chanel were the most popular brands. <laughs> it really highlights how much uh, fashion choices have changed over the past 12 months. Zara's great style, super affordable as well. That's why I love it. I And I always get complimented whenever I wear something from Zara. It's like I, I didn't pay a ton for it. And people are always like, oh, my gosh, that's so cute. And I'm like, it's just it's Zara. I love Zara. They they are so ahead of the curve on fashion. Do they still have one? Because there's one fashion show. Is there one at Town Square? Uh, I don't know if there is. I've not been to oh. that one. I've only been to the fashion, fashion show, show yeah, I, but I mostly buy most of it online. Mm. <laughs> I figured out my Zara sizing, so now I just buy it all Th- online. That, if you never shop Zara, go into the store you for the first time to. and try things on. Sizing is a little bit different. It fits great, but just get your size dialed in in the store, and then you can go online. I always say size up. Size up, because yeah. they run small, and so if you normally wear one size, just go up one size, and <laughs> it'll be totally I get to fine. Pair, pair, to ripped a pair of pants inside the dressing room. Did you ago. really? Yeah, it runs, <laughs> it, They run really small. Mm-hmm. Um, also this morning, it, this seems like the type of excuse you'd never actually use, even if it's true, because how would your boss react if you said, I'm sorry, I can't come in. My eyes hurt. A new poll found 54% of us have skipped work or school because of eye strain, mostly because we're staring at screens all day. And on average, it causes us to skip things or cancel plans six times a year. Here are a few things that can cause it. 51% of us max out the brightness on our phone. 48% of us sit too close to our TV or computer. And 44% of us watch shows or movies in the dark. And that... That can be harder on your eyes. Also, 13% or more than one in eight said they don't currently wear glasses, but they have blurry vision and they know they need that. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get warnings on my phone for my volume being too loud at the gym. I'll have my headphones on. I'll get a warning on my iPhone saying you have had volume at such and such level for X amount of time. Consider lowering your volume. Um, I turn that off on mine. <laughs> I don't get a screen. I <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> I, I'm like, I don't need you to tell me. I turn and it I, up. I don't want you to tell me to breathe. I don't want to tell you to tell me I should meditate. Like, no, just turn all that off. Just do what I say, phone. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me text on you, and that's all I need. <laughs> I don't even talk to talk on you anymore. All right, finally this morning, newlyweds Icy and Darren have a very unique pandemic romance. The long-distance lovers recently tied the knot over Zoom, despite never meeting in person. Yes, 
That's right. The transatlantic couple met through uh, Darren's mother. Um, she, Icy connected with her now mother-in-law via a Facebook group intended for finding digital pen pals across the world. So the mom's name is Kenda. Kenda mentioned that she had a son that was close in age to Icy's age. And so they began sending messages from Detroit to the UK in July of 2020. Well, soon they were calling each other. They were chatting the five hour time difference was hardly an obstacle with them and darren formally asked icy to be his girlfriend in november of 2020 and then they began planning for her to come to the u.s it looked like they would finally meet but immigration u.s immigration called icy and said uh she didn't have enough money in her bank to support herself during the stay and she didn't have strong enough ties to the uk so she was turned away at that point darren was sick of waiting to meet her and suggested a special date night where the two dressed up for their zoom hang and with their family's blessing they took advantage of a new law in utah that legalizes international virtual wedding ceremonies on august 19th they tied the knot in an online ceremony wow do they have guests too watching virtually and via Zoom? I bet they did. I didn't know that that counts as an actual wedding. You can you can get married on Zoom. This is crazy, and, and they've that, never met in person. Just make sure you, if you're a guest, you mute your side during the vows. <laughs> no. Hear someone chewing. I object. You, you <laughs> pop in. It's like no, you're not allowed in the chat. Get this out. meeting is being recorded. <laughs> I, uh, I have a request. Okay. Let's go back two hot threes ago. So I'm, I, I, I have not heard the audio. I didn't read the storyo. Uh, storyo. The, the story, storyo. The storyo. The best on hold music. The worst on hold music. Oh, okay. Yeah. We didn't so get there earlier. We, we got the audio. We'll do a hot four then. Yeah. Okay. So we've all had to listen to lots of bad music while sitting on hold with customer service. But uh, there's a writer for the website Boing Boing, I guess. And he claims he has found the worst and the best on hold music. His pick for the worst hold music isn't really music. Um, it's a series of clicks that a lot of companies have used, including like Easy Pass. Um, it, it, people seem to agree it sucks because there's an, actually an old YouTube video of it called Easy Pass has the wor worst on hold music I've ever heard. So here's the worst on hold music. Please hold for the next available customer service representative. Remember this? Holy cow. I could not listen to this. I hang up. For, uh, yeah, I'm done. And I, I bet that's by design. So you don't stick you don't around. You don't sit around, yeah. Yeah. But his pissed, uh, oops, <laughs> his pick <laughs> <laughs> for the best hold music is a song called Opus One, written in 1989 by two guys named Tim Carlton and Derek Deal. Derek went on to work for Cisco and used it as the default hold music on their office phones. So see if it, I, I think it's definitely better. But still, I don't think I could go 10 minutes on it. Here it is. Yeah, I remember this. There's a TikTok to this. Oh, there is? To the hold music? Yes. We used to use this as a bed on the show. For what was it for? Oh, really? Yes. There's a TikTok where this guy... He dresses in different outfits for each sound. So the first one, he just <laughs> and then when a new sound comes on, that's do 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 do. Oh yeah! He does a dance, and then there's another one that comes on. He goes. 
This guy. <laughs> it, is, it is so funny. Um, this is supposed to be the best one. I like the Apple hold music because they let you pick. Have you ever been on hold with Apple before? No. So they're like, you can pick your on hold music. Would you like, you know, silence or you can choose and they'll give you country music. Do you want to choose top 40 music? Do you want to choose classical music? And you can actually pick what you listen to. Okay. Let's say I'm, I'm the guy on the other side of the Apple. I'm going to play your music. So Mercedes, you can pick country. You can pick 80s, 90s or 2000s. What do you want to hear? 90s. I mean, you knew I was going to say that, right? Yes. So, okay. 90s. Selected. Please, a whole. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is what you get if I was Change my Apple. mind. Uh. Classic from 90s. Mazzy Star, would you hang up? Yes, I'd like, please, I'd say, please change to current day. <laughs> <laughs> please. <laughs> Mixed out at 4.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. So we're all rooting for the Meadows High School football team. The game is tomorrow, you said, Allegiant Stadium? Yeah, they're playing uh, Urington, and we got some text here. There are some people that were like, hey, wait a second, wait a second. Why are you only shouting out Meadows? One of the Meadows parents had texted our text line at 702-364-9400 and wanted the little shout out. But then we got this one. Shadow Ridge is also playing for the championship they're they're uh facing silverado so that's gonna be a good game so shout out to them and then also bishop gorman is playing for their championship this is all based on you know the the, you know the 4a 5a divisions and everything else yes gorman is facing mcqueen and they um that is also happening at allegiance stadium so that's going to be really cool if you played a high school sport or maybe in a club or something in high school what was the hardest part about that sport so for like high school football like looking back i remember having to do two a days where we would wake up in the morning you get out there the practice and this is northeast pennsylvania it was hot it was humid so we get out there like 7 a.m it just be humidity 100 100%, 100% it's just it's hot and sticky you know practice in the morning outside full pads full contact and then you go inside for a lunch break you have lunch you get like an hour to take a nap shower whatever you wanted to do and he went back out and he did it all over again in the afternoon we did two a days for like two weeks and it was just awful 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 I we used to do two a days, but different. We would do um, the first half of the day for the, I'm talking for volleyball. Yeah, um, we would do um, conditioning, and we our coach would make us go up to Red Rocks, which is a concert venue in Colorado. It's you know world famous. It's beautiful, and we would have to run Red Rocks for oh. two hours. Oh my gosh! It was the worst. Up. And down, down the aisles, up an aisle, down an aisle, up an aisle, down an aisle. For two hours, we'd have to condition. We get to go home, have lunch after that, rest for a little bit. And then at two o'clock in the afternoon, we have to go to the high school gym and then actually practice for three hours. So I feel your pain on that. How long was your two-a-day sessions? Because ours was two weeks. How long was your your, uh, two-a-days? Well, conditioning always started during the summer before the season even started. Um, We weren't allowed to practice volleyball but we were allowed to go condition so um we would just start in the summer with the one a day conditioning going up to red rocks and working out and stuff and then um when the when we were technically allowed to 
to practice. Um, that lasted, I'd say, at least two weeks. I, after that, it gradually just turned into the one-a-day practice after school. But, yeah, it was a lot. We had the same conditioning thing throughout the summertime. It wasn't mandatory, but it was Monday through Thursday. And it was, it was at night. So we're talking July. Because August is when two a day started, so yeah, July at night it was it was optional. But if you didn't go to that, ooh, coach remembered when the season officially started. That's yeah, it's like with a wink, it's optional yes. wink. Yeah, you knew better than to miss that. You have, you cannot miss that at all. I got a buddy of mine. His son just made the high school wrestling team, and he weighs 170 pounds. He was telling me this over the weekend, and he wants to be like in the 165 weight class or drop down for a certain match that's coming up. So he's trying to cut weight. And I remember buddies that I was, I didn't wrestle in high school, but I had buddies that did. And I remember watching them try to cut weight to enter a certain weight class. And they would, I mean, this is the nineties, but I don't, I'm sure it's different now, but they would put like garbage bags on and they would run the stairs inside the high school to really get a hard, hard sweat to try to lose weight, to cut weight. It doesn't seem very healthy to be doing this, but cut weight to get down to a certain class. I see athletes running around in those kind of suits. They're like, they look like aluminum foil. Yeah. I uh-huh. see them running around my neighborhood all the time. I'm like, oh, who are you? And what do you do? And why are you jogging in tinfoil? <laughs> you're, <trying to, laughs> you're trying to lose weight, obviously. I remember the wrestlers, though, in high school also, they carried around, they would carry around a cup all day so they could spit in it. Yeah. Like, Does that help? Maybe this is one pound of saliva that <laughs> less that I will weigh. Uh, I don't know if that helped, but I remember seeing that all the time. I'm like, why do they walk around with cups all the time? And then they're always spitting in it. It was just like, oh, okay, I guess that's how you do it. I didn't know. And they leave the cup behind. Oh, I forget. Don't drink out of yeah, that. Yeah, please don't have it. That's not an icy in there, please. <laughs> we have a lot coming up this hour. 940, we're sending you to Disneyland. We have a four-pack of two-day, one-park-per-day tickets to Disneyland. 940 for that. And then up next, we're giving you a chance to go on a vacation to any Sandals resort. You pick the resort. You also get airfare. We have this hour's winning code word coming up at 920. Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending on Mix 94.1? Britney Spears is trending this morning. Is the Queen of Pop about to have another baby? I mean, now that her conservatorship is over, she is considering more kids. She posted a picture on Instagram yesterday of a child standing on tiptoe alongside another pair of bare feet. And this is what she captioned the photo with. She wrote, I'm thinking about having another baby. I wonder if this one is a girl. She's on her toes reaching for something. That's for sure. The conservatorship previously restricted her from expanding her family. And she recently got engaged to her boyfriend, Sam Asgari. So who knows? Maybe another uh, baby Brittany coming up. She mentioned that when she was on trial um, and she testified over the summer talking about wanting to get married, get engaged, get married, have potentially have more kids. Talked about having an IUD that they, they forcefully made her put in and have since I think 2008, 2009. So good for her. If that's the road she wants to go down. She's what, 39 years old. So it's doable. Yeah, get it, girl. absolutely. Also trending this morning is Harry Potter a day after the 20th anniversary of the Harry Potter movie. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, HBO Max made a big announcement. The original stars of the movie, Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, and Rupert Grint, along with more from the extended cast of the eight films, will reunite for a special on its streaming service. Harry Potter 20th anniversary return to Hogwarts 
will debut on January 1st of 2022. Like, it's just around the corner. Many of the show's other stars are going to appear, and the retrospective special, they say, will tell an enchanting making-of story through all new in-depth interviews and cast conversations, inviting fans on a magical first-person journey through one of the most beloved film franchises of all time. How excited are you guys, you big Harry Potter fans? I can't wait. I, I'm really looking forward to it. And, and they're going to have, like, a bunch of the people. Tom Felton's going to be on there. Um, all just, you know all of the people that's that starred in it so we're really excited about that uh hagrid is that a character yeah hagrid he's the big guy did you know that robin williams i was reading an article this morning robin williams was in the mix for that role i did not know that uh he was rejected due to rowling's british cast only role oh so is everyone british that's in the movie yeah they Whoa. are yeah that's it really interesting i'm really uh i did not know that that's a good little bit of trivia there for you that's all i got <laughs> um also uh trending this morning is high c do you remember the ecto cooler that you used to drink the green high c well it is coming back if you're excited about that i mean you're gonna buy into this hype unfortunately you can't buy it high c's pairing company coca-cola they're bringing it back for a limited time they're doing a limited run of it to promote the new ghostbusters afterlife movie that comes out on friday and the only way to get your hands on it is to win it you have to explain on twitter why you're a super fan of ecto cooler and if they believe you then they may send you some so i guess you got to really kind of get down on your knees and start begging for it <laughs> if they believe you you'll <laughs> yeah. be lucky enough i believe her well she gets ecto cooler so you can tweet them at drink high c and that is what's trending don't go anywhere because in 10 minutes we're sending you to disneyland we have a four pack of two day one park per day tickets to disneyland they're coming up at 9 40 let's get back to more mercedes in the morning i like to listen in the morning and uh, while i'm driving to work on mix 94.1 oh god hello what happened Limor? Yes, hi. Hi. <laughs> Nothing happened. Nothing happened hi. except this. You're caller 20. Woo! You won. Woo! I've been wanting to go to Disneyland since before the pandemic, and I'm actually so excited. We've been planning this for months. You're in a four-pack oh of two-day, so one-park-per-day tickets. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I am so happy. You gave me the best Christmas and Hanukkah ever. Oh, this is great. We feel the energy. We feel the love. And you're also qualified for the grand prize, a two-night stay and a four-pack of three-day, one-park-per-day tickets. So congratulations. Oh, my God. I love you guys. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have the best time. We want to hear all about it. Congratulations. The holidays are pure magic at Disneyland. And we're going to have more of these tickets to give away. Bring that energy for Heather. She's giving some away in the 12 o'clock hour. It is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Wednesday. We will be back tomorrow. We are going to get you some more of those tickets to Disneyland. Oh my gosh, that's going to be so much fun. Also tomorrow, we're going to be playing That Was Awkward. At 8 o'clock, pure awkwardness, so worth a listen. Make sure you join us for that. Right now, it is time for the line of the day. We talked about overused phrases, and we put together a solid list of ones that need to go away. Here are two of the big ones. New year, new me. Like, you don't change. Let's find the people that said that at the beginning <laughs> of the year. Is it still, is it a new you? Is it the same person you were in 2020? Mm -hmm. It probably you is. You lied to me. You lied to me. It's the new normal. 
Is it? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Whole list of them. Phrases that need to go away. Get out of here. <laughs> There's one that popped up on the text line. Oh, oh, uh, 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 out of abundance of caution. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and not just a little bit, an abundance an of abundance. Like, We are overflowing with caution here, people. We got it. You got COVID. You got to quarantine for 10 days. It's abundance of caution. That'll do it for show number 1524 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.